we're choosy about our koozies now. Yeah, we are. We gotta when, be. When did that happen? Mm, just kidding. All right, welcome back to Tundra Talk, everybody. Should be a uh, pretty, pretty good one tonight. We got the infamous Temple Dillard with us. <laughs> infamous, Mister. You know, he's taking a break from uh, riling things up on Facebook pages. <laughs> oh, yeah, I. Uh, I am a little bit. I did post a, a meme on the Goldstream community page that they wouldn't approve or Jeez. it got flagged or whatever. I, I went looking for it. I made a meme of, you uh, know, uh, what was it? It was Gandalf and So It Begins or something like that. Oh, I saw Under, that. Underneath a picture of some lady on a bike saying wants to be treated as a car except for <laughs> minimum speed limits, uh, bike lanes, stop signs, blah, blah, blah. And because you know we're coming into bike season here in the gold stream and it's, it's this is like the, yeah it's probably the worst area <laughs> for biking for biking around town yeah. well or the best depends, depends on your perspective at. i guess yeah, right. if you're riding the bike it's pretty good i i don't know how more people don't get killed around fairbanks me riding either. their bikes me either some of the stupid shit that like old stees like when oh, I was, that one's terrible. Horrible. Oh, All the time, people... There's no shoulder. There's no shoulder, and people riding, and then and also people flying down around those bends, like by Pete's old place at... Oh, yeah. Like 50 miles an hour. Narrow road. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we got Temple Dillard, got Mr. Mookie, and Dr. Frank Schultz back with us. He just raised his beer. <laughs> He's not feeling too talkative. Oh yeah, he's on camera. Don't you don't to have say to say anything. You decided that <laughs> yeah. we're gonna we're gonna film this as well as talk. <laughs> so uh, how about that old John Sturgeon? How about him? That's fantastic. Winner, That's winner, fantastic. chicken dinner. You're damn right. Yeah. So in case uh, <clears throat> in case you've been living under a rock or just not living in Alaska, you know John Sturgeon. He's this was the second time he's made it to the Supreme. Took the Park Service to the Supreme Court yeah. and won. Because I think the first time, didn't they, They it was like a partial win, but they kicked it back down to whatever the, whatever whatever the liberal, yeah, whatever the Supreme the court, circuit or whatever. Yeah, they it sent it be. back to that San Francisco Supreme Court and the said, ninth, look at it again. The Ninth Circuit? Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. The, the Ninth Circus, that's what they yeah. call it. Yeah, there you go. Look at it again. They, mm-hmm. they came to the same conclusion that the Park Service was in the right no, oh yeah, they did. They, they did. yeah, they mm-hmm. that one came to the same conclusion, so it went up to the Supreme Court again. Who now instead of saying to the lower court, look at this again, they said no. Yeah. So yeah, he won. And I guess basically, what's awesome the, with what I read this morning was that before he it even won, he's been working on his. Hovercraft all winter. He rebuilt the motor. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be ready for when I win. He should be. Well, yeah, he, uh, and I guess if you're not familiar with this, the the significance of this, I don't know where to even start, I guess, kind of the. You could start at Jim DeWild. A long time ago. A long time ago. The Jim DeWild thing was right before the John Sturgeon thing. Yeah, and I remember that one. But the significance of his win basically is huge because it says that the National Park Service does not have any jurisdiction on navigable waterways yeah. 
and which in this case was the Nation River, which mm-hmm. runs through Park Service lands, which are not to be confused with public land, Mm-mm. if I'm to no. say so. No. Um, and that whole area, I think, it's like runs through native land. There's Park Service land. It runs through native land and into state land. And there's a lot of different mm-hmm. like dividers in the whole. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's been no... No secret up here that the Park Service, in a lot of that country especially, has been flexing their muscle for years trying to, I mean, they basically try to manage to keep people out, do anything they can to make it such a pain in the ass that you don't want to do it. Well, um, years ago, Jim, or no, that's (laughs) wild, John Sturgeon had been, what, he'd been hunting up there with his hovercraft for like, 25 Ever? years or something Ever? the early like late 60s early 70s i think is what he told me when i met him up there um he the cabin i had questions about like how do you have a cabin up here yeah you know and he was like well these a lot of people the way he explained it to me was that there was a bunch of people that came from the lower 48 that came up here and got put out on rivers and stuff they like actually went out with boats and stuff in the late 60s that were sick of the shit going on in the lower 48 and we're like, we're just going to move up and live off the land kind of thing, you know, like this little hippie movement kind of thing. And they came up here and built some cabins, kind of makeshift stuff going on. And it was probably during that when you could homestead didn't last that long Yeah, is what it came down to. And he went up there in the late seven, late sixties, early seventies to like, you know, kind of like prospect and moose. Mm-hmm. And found an abandoned cabin and found moose. And basically, he was like, started working on the cabin after a little while and put a sign on the door that said, Anybody can use this place. I prefer, I've put money into this. Uh-huh. I'd prefer that no one was here during the moose season. He put the dates, you know, exactly when it's open up there. And he said, all these years, when I met him, this was, geez, five years ago now, I think, something like that, six years ago, maybe, yeah. Um, But he said, all the years after, you know, after I did a little bit of work on the place and kind of brought it up to where we could stay here, and it was was pretty legit, um, no one has ever been there when he showed up to, to Moose Hunt. That's damn nice of people. Yeah, you know. So he said, all it took was just putting a note on the door kind of thing and saying saying what he had. But I'd be interested to see him surprise the park service didn't burn it down. I'm like, they did everybody else's. Yeah. 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 They might have, and we just ain't heard about it. No. I guess we'll know in the fall when John yeah, Sturgeon when he goes, goes up goes there to moves up on. there. Yeah. Now he's got his, Wouldn't put his hovercraft him. fired up and ready to go. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Basically, I mean... It's a big win. He'd be a huge win. Yeah. Because he'd been doing that, and no doubt, you know, they get the right or wrong person in managing those, re, you know, regional manager, land manager, whatever they that freaking agency calls it, and doesn't like what he's doing or thinks, I, I don't know how to, how to put it. You can't put it nicely. They just, no, they manage to keep people out of the land. Like, that was their intent, was to reduce consumptive use. It was there. The I can't remember the guy's name that was the director, or, but he was. Well, remember when that got leaked that they were all like the whole 
I don't know if it's the whole state or the interior region was operating under an unwritten directive mm-hmm. to manage to keep people out. Everyone's doing something wrong. You got to find what it is, yeah. and cite them and make it make basically it make it, to make be it such here. a pain in the ass to do. It's like some of their you know some of the bear proof food container requirements you got to bring. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? You know, it, it makes, okay, so I got to carry this little stupid-ass drum that you can fit, like, half a day's worth of food in. Oh, well, I guess if I can't fit it in there, I can't go backpacking for 10 yeah. days. You know, I don't know. But, yeah, huge freaking win. And, uh, yeah, and the the other guy, Jim Wild. Jim, yeah, Jim DeWild. It was, is it I Wild thought, or DeWild? I thought it was I DeWild. It was I could wild. be... No, you're right. It was it was wild, but yeah, that was right. Yeah, that was right about the same time this all blew I, up. Cause I those... think it was immediately before. I I think I'd have to look it up. And was that sure. closer to Circle or was it closer so to Eagle? He, I thought it was closer to Circle, like he, the Charlie. Jim, no, he was coming from Circle up up towards Slavin's Roadhouse to hunt the subsistence moose season up there because uh, sport hunting quote-unquote sport hunting goes to like the f- the 15th if i recall but subsistence if you live rural goes till the 25th or the th- i can't remember exactly but after the sport hunting ended there he would he'd go up there and make camp at slavens he was on his way to do that had his wife and a bunch of supplies in the boat and they're going up river. his wife and a buddy right and they're all like elderly I basically i don't remember the buddy what i what i remember is that they left after after they tried to board him, one guy popped out of the cab of the Park Service boat with a shotgun saying... So, wait, 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 wait. So, and at least the, the what I know of the stories, they're in the middle of running in the, the middle, middle of, of the, the Yukon river. river. In the middle of the like river. Which is up there, you know, depending on where you're at, you know, three quarters of a mile wide. Yes. Big river. Wider, maybe. And the Park Service pulls up. Stops them in the river. Guy wants pops them, out of well, the cab. Well, he wants them to shut his boat off no, in the river for not a safety the, inspection. We're not shutting the boat off in the middle of the river. That's not happening. But I think his language is a little color, more colorful. Very, very colorful <laughs> with a shotgun. And Jim says, no, let me hit the beach. We can do it at the beach. And the guy says, no, we're going to do it right here. And Jim says, no, we're going to hit the beach. And the guy says, no, we're going to do it right. So Jim... Jim being, I this was told to me by a guy that knows Jim that lives in the same village. Jim being a bit hot-tempered, gunned it, might have played a little bumper cars, and he's got a big old Hamilton jet sticking out the back of his Wooldridge boat that sprays a bunch of water on the Park Service boat. <laughs> so he hits the beach, gets out of his boat, and says, all right, this is safe here. Let's do it here. They hit the beach, jump on him, squish his face into the mud, cuff his back, and then they leave his wife. Yep who is unable to operate the boat and read the river and safely get back to, to Circle to go back to their Un-fucking town. Unfucking believable. Yeah. They hauled, his, they hauled his ass back to yeah. town. To Eagle. They took him up river to, oh, to Eagle. Eagle. Yeah. Because I, all I remember was, uh, I think it was one of the Hendricksons said that they they ran up, heard, it was a couple days before that she's sitting there on the bank of the river before someone in town found out about it and ran had to run up there and get her. They didn't even call anybody to be like, "Hey, Jim Wild's wife sitting on the side of the river. Go help her get her the boat." What the a boat bunch of assholes! Just think about how how stupid you have to be in order to like right. do that to somebody else in the middle of nowhere. 
Like, no comments. Well, there's there's so much there's so much shit that goes on. I think that people would be just Surprised. beyond themselves. Yeah, it's terrible. Like dangerous stuff. Yeah, you know, knowing how some people can get. The moral of that story is they weren't doing anything wrong. They were just motoring yeah. up the river. Yeah. They were just motoring up the river. Mm. So anyway, with with this Supreme Court decision, the Park Service has zero jurisdiction on the river. Yeah. They can't do that. Mm. So Which they didn't, I mean, according yeah, you to got, most people, got which some, they didn't have they didn't to before, start with, yeah. they right? Didn't before, they just but took let, Supreme Court to tell them that yeah. they don't have that yeah. and jurisdiction. It took them long enough. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, and basically what this all is argued is it goes back to Anilka. Yep. Um, Alaska. Alaskan. Nate, oh. Something Lance. Oh, it's now a, I got to look acron- it up. It's Damn an it. acronym. So yeah. Temple's looking it Give up with his pink phone. It is pink. Um, it sure is. Temple's looking it up, but basically. <laughs> pink phone. I had to look over. Oh, it's pink. <laughs> Found it at Lowe's next to the dowels. I don't know what to say yeah. now. The, the dowels I make my arrows out of. So uh, Alaska National Interest Lands Conservation Act. Yeah, so part of that was that anything, any submerged land under like navigable riverways is state jurisdiction. It's state land. Yes. No matter whether it's through the middle of a national park or preserve, whatever, state land. Yep. The feds don't have jurisdiction. They can't do shit. Right. But they have been they have doing been. it. So uh, because up until up until Sturgeon, everyone was just like, "Okay, never mind. I'm gonna move on with my life." Mm-hmm. And that you, if you're gonna let them get away with it, they will. Yeah, I don't know. It's just That's a good thing that he stood like yeah stood his ground, and it's taken him a long time and a lot of friggin' money. Mm-hmm. Well, that's didn't you? Because because you you spent quite a bit of time talking to him, and not I, to, like I didn't did. he tell you that they told him we have the or basically that we have the lawyers, we have the money, good luck type of thing on our, our tax dollars. He didn't tell me yeah, that, right? No but shit. he just said that he knew getting into it that it was going to cost him you know basically his life savings to deal with this yeah and and or good on him you yeah. know yeah, yeah. to have him decide that somebody's going to stand up you know it has to it's right. going to happen it has to happen kind of thing um yeah it's, no it's impressive it's taking him years to yeah. deal with this which seven it's amazing that, like that it actually can play out this long. It's not amazing because it seems like anything that's super important kind of thing, it always takes a long time for it to play out, yeah. you know? Once lawyers and the government is involved, good luck with getting anything done. <clears throat> What's interesting, and you kind of glossed over it, Tyler, was that it's not public land. It's a you know, it's park service it's land. The part, it's there. And, yeah. and everybody that's considers that to be public land but yeah. when you got people well, you up just, there all you gotta around. do is, is is talk to those freaking scumbags out <laughs> in the bush you you get very very quickly you you understand whose land you're they, they frick fucking said that to us yeah. like me and my dad up and when we were sheep hunting up in the up in the gates of the arctic preserve you know they tell me how it went up um 
it's been so many years ago, but they, you know, they approached our camp, oh, park service, you know, blah, blah. And we had a couple winter kill horns laying there by the tent. And, you know, you can't take those off. You know, you know whose land you're on. At one point they said, you know whose land you're on, right? It's mine. I'm a member of the public. And, Damn it. Well, well yeah, but you weren't at yeah, that point, it's, right? It's yeah. the king's land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. they... <laughs> It's so shit, they're just... telling us, which ended up being a lie, because I, it, when I got back, I, I looked and I and I had already I'd stashed this whole wad of horns because I'd packed my meat for my sheep like from there about halfway back to where our pickup point was, and come back and I also brought this whole wad of like maybe like six winter kill horns with it and it was all stashed under a bush. So all I had was my skull cap and horns and this other couple sets of horns and they're all, oh, and then they start going with all oh, that. Your pilot will never, he'll, you know, he'll never, he'll never take, bring, take these out of there. He won't let you put them, bring them on the plane, whatever. And of course, when the pilot picks us up, he's like, ah, oh, they're full of shit. You know, he's, <laughs> like, he's like, I told him, you know, cause he had, to, they chartered him to fly them in too. And they're asking him all, oh, where'd they go? You know? And yeah. he said, he pointed towards the hard park. <laughs> so I think they went that way. <laughs> it, it, it's just terrible that but they, you know, taxes pay for for you know the main yeah, maintenance or whatever that. of that land and and you know the enforcement or whatever it is mm-hmm. and then you know it, it truthfully should be treated yes. as public land yeah it should and and you have the ability to walk on it and do whatever you want for the most part but you shouldn't be harassed when no. you're on it well and they will like so you know and I like I said when I got back I could not find anything that said you could not pick up winter kill horns on preserve land hard park's a different story oh, we correct. weren't in the hard park um and then they said oh well you know you don't you know we'll give you warning this time for bear proof food containers you don't have any said that's not and you, you, know, you were in the back, preserve and, yeah we get back yeah you don't have to have that in the preserve oh mm-hmm. we'll give you a warning this time we'll let you off easy you know, hey, and wait a minute it, it, yeah just well it turns out that this was the same guy who was flying, I don't know if it was a Fed airplane or his personal plane, was flying around when the state first started shooting wolves out of helicopters. Oh, my God. Was following them around, radioing their location to the the greenies that were, like, trying to, ah, St- anyway. Stop it all. Mess. Yeah. But, <clears throat> I mean, that's if the there, kind of stuff. There, well, I got roped into it because If there weren't people out there using this, they wouldn't have a job. They'd have nothing to enforce. Yeah. They'd have nothing to keep an eye on. You know, if people yeah. were... So but that's the mentality of these people. I mean, not everybody, back, it's but ass backwards. in general, the park service is anti-hunting. Anti-consumptive use. Anti- right. That's a better... All of it. it well, and that's a better way to put it. Right. And that's yeah. the difference of... It's the philosophy of preservation, not conservation. Because there is a difference. Of not, you know, hands on any... The, the, seem to operate with the mentality that any human involvement is bad like don't touch it don't you know don't look don't touch type of thing well i got well and i got roped into it even more because after we got back from that trip well it's been so many years now i ever plan on hunting there again it's in the itkillic river drainage right and they land us right on the border of the hard park and the preserve well, there's a guy that he was on some. He was actually on one of those local radio. <laughs> You'd be shows. pointing at Frank, not Nick. Well, it wasn't <laughs> Frank. 
because Frank's the one that listens to 98. Or no, it wasn't one. that one. Oh, like Problem Corner or something? It was on Problem Corner. Yeah. Ever was, since yes. my radio went out in my truck, I don't have a life. So, no. but, <laughs> yeah. I don't listen to that shit. He was on there. But so this guy had, had whether, it was home, whether it was Homestead Act, it was pre-park, owned a cabin in the hard park on this lake. Okay. And still does until they decide so to take it from yeah, their family or whatever. Same as what's in the Anwar. Same as Anwar, yeah. Okay. But so it was later that it was after we left, one of his, his nephew or something had gone. Somehow they figured, got my name out of it. And I wrote a statement, you know, basically saying how the Parkies had lied to us and our interaction with them. Anyway, his relative had gone, shot a sheep. And had it at the cabin, which is technically in the hard park, so the park service confiscated it, uh, said he poached it in the park. And this was all like why I, you know, they found out I had been in there earlier in the season and wanted a this, record of my interaction wow. with them. So, yeah, just because he, <laughs> you know, in the cabin, the, the, the little little tiny chunk of property they own, sure. because he had it, had brought it from the preserve into the technically into the hard park yep confiscated you know, up your poacher another thing that really chaps my ass is that a lot of the parks up here in alaska are so underutilized compared to well i mean you know if you compare them to the ones in lower 48 but, oh, oh, but we yeah, also have sure. more land wrapped up in parks than yeah. than the majority of the lower 48 like saint elias the largest largest national park we have and it's the least utilized yeah mm-hmm. well and gates of the arctic well sure there's there's a bunch of places. who go who goes who goes to visit Gates of the Arctic National Park. People are that hunting. Well, and and then yeah, all the you know pretty much <laughs> all the users. It's just mind boggling how much yeah there's, there's land the Park Service is in control of up here. Yeah. Preserves that like by you know Paul Atkins out by Kotzebue. Yeah. They got they got their freaking mitts all over a whole bunch of land out there. Yep, it's unreal. It's terrible. The other thing with that I've. Maybe you know more about it than I do. Where I probably don't, but <laughs> where Alaska is trying to 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 assert more predator management, fucking camera, and predator management, like bear hunting, trying to encourage bear hunting, allowing bigger bigger bag limits, maybe even allowing denning of of uh, sows and cubs. Not in Jesus so, Christ. No, so that's talk going. About, this is like getting back into a whole nother can of worms because well, that whole video that was just released oh, that, with the, the fucking so, pita shit or whatever that was. But those guys were dicks. Well, they, they were, and they but how, fucked up. How, but how, yeah, they, they did, did more whole, than fuck up. They, they it was hugely yeah. fucked There's up. There's not a word for so, it. They're, yeah. I I I wish I could quote the article and such, but it's going through where Alaska is trying to assert predator management. In in the majority of Alaska is federal controlled land. Like nine, I'm not going to spit out a number. It's a lot. So wrong. But it's the majority of Alaska is federally controlled land, Mm -hmm. with the caveat that Alaska would manage manage critter populations for sustainable yield. But this ties back into park the park saying who, what, when, where, and how saying no you can't do these things on federal land and alaska is pushing a, a lawsuit i'd look it up again but you guys will make fun of my phone <laughs> where where alaska is Probably. pressing for 
for more management of bears in like 25C, where right now you could shoot five bears, including yeah. sows and cubs. And mm-hmm. two grizzly yeah, bears. Yeah, see, so, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. To per- yeah, to put it in perspective, right now you can leave, not really my thing, but you can legally kill five black bears, any bear, doesn't matter exactly. if it's like a... 30 day old cub doesn't and 99.9 plus percentage of the people going out there is actually doing that. yeah no one no but, one's doing it. but they just you know that's the where it says it, five bears when this first so. came up and i was about to say something i was like the way the video that i saw was projected was these guys are fucking cold-blooded killers which they are that's it don't yeah. get me wrong it's yeah. messed up what they did let's right. be but, careful how we throw the what cold term cold blooded kill <laughs> Well well Yeah, they're they're ridiculous. It, they it was ridiculous. Yeah. But what they did is a hundred percent legal in other parts of the state. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Go and do it. So not, not too many the way it dinning. was the way it was pushed off the video that I saw, which yeah. I assume Same a lot method. of people are watching Lots. the way it was pushed off was that you can't do that anywhere. It was on the front of Fox News today. Unfrickin' believable. You well, know? That, and it's that's like, what fits the agenda. Like, <clears throat> like yeah. back to the federal uh, state versus federal management, when they talk about shooting caribou out of a boat in a river in the head with a twenty-two, they try to play that off as it happens anywhere. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It happens on one specific, specific well, river in yeah. one specific region where you, subsistence... Are you saying out west? Northwest, I think. Well, yeah, because yeah. all of Unit 26, you can legally shoot caribou in water. And I did not know that. And last year, I had a really nice bull at about 55 yards in water. And there was a guy parked uh, that was working, and he was parked there. And I didn't know I didn't know if I could shoot one in water. Do you know if you can do that under power there? I, I just, that's the catch. Good point. The, the good one point. I, that's the good catch. Point. So, good as point. far as I understand, there are specific places, like the one in Valdez, a guy got cited for shooting a black bear from the boat. It wasn't yeah, under power. Right. You okay. can't be shooting them from the boat. I think you can and, shoot. But some areas you can shoot. Some areas you under can power. shoot brown bears from the boat, some, but you can't you, be under power. Right? Yeah, under yeah. power. You got to yeah. look at your specific unit, because there are places where you can shoot it's, from the boat, not under power. It's what you're talking about. You're talking about shooting animals in the water. 26 specifically says that you can shoot caribou right. in the water. But I, what I, I don't this know whole thing Temple's yeah. talking about is actually like boat. pulling a boat up and shooting driving, an animal in the Driving head. the boat onto the caribou, yeah. popping it in between the antlers. That is very specific but where specific. you can do that but in that area that was a traditional like the tuck to yeah tuck to videos paddling that, you know, around in a kayak where they were spearing they were, them yeah where you know caribou were kind of sparse and that was one it was a travel the, corridor you mm-hmm. know where a lot of those in those areas that was the only chance they got at the caribou so that's what the hell they would hunt them is they'd wait and they'd jump in their kayaks canoes you're natives. You know more about this than I do, but they'd pull kayak. up and... It's pronounced kayak, okay. damn it. They'd pull up and... <laughs> they'd and spear and harpoon it, whatever they had to do to get to to eat the damn thing. What yeah. else? I mean, what else is worth mentioning is that's a good way to take exactly what you want instead uh-huh. of, you know, certain times of year, you don't want to kill a certain type, you know, yeah. caribou yeah. in October, you don't want to shoot one, right? You or, don't want you know, yeah. to shoot bulls from like... Whenever to whenever, though yeah. some people's experiences may differ in bulls. Anyway... I'm Generally. just saying it's a it's a way to be selective, no yeah. different than hunting bears on bait or exactly. whatever it may be. So. Exactly, you can pick the the pregnant cow if that's what you want. But yes, the feds were, and this was overturned because the it was 
you know, I think it was a whole Department of Interior thing, which mean U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and Park Service basically had said a couple of years ago, it was right at the end of Obama, that they said, oh, well, you can't use any of these predator control measures on on U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service or Park yep. Service managed lands, which they, they got rid of it right away. And yep. well, it was, that, because that guy, uh, it was the lady, it was some CBS News or something put out an article, like a infl- very inflammatory article about it. And then I got contacted by like an NBC News guy that was kind of like, well, I read this one. It doesn't really seem legit. Right. Oh, with bear baiting? Yeah, with, yeah. well, baiting, and it was all, like, denning, all this mm-hmm. stuff. He's like, do people, basically, he's like, this doesn't sound legit. It's like, do people, I was like, well, there's a few isolated communities that that's a traditional thing, that they go mm-hmm. den black bears yeah. for yeah. food. And Sydney there's, Huntington did that. And there's And I one, bet they weren't slapping hands and saying the no, shit that a, they were in that video. Like Probably that, not. Those, that, have those, have oh, you read man. his book, Shadows yes, on the Cook? Absolutely. So- Couple of years ago, yeah. I shared that article about uh, the about, about denning bears, and we just talked about yeah, that we were last, just last <laughs> night. Yeah, so I shared it on the Goldstream community page, and some guy on there says Sydney Hunting would not approve of this. Oh, give me a break! Yeah, so I get on there. Yeah, have, have you met him in his book Shadows on the Kayakuk, which the guy referenced? Yep. he talked about denning yep. bears, and he spoke of it fondly when I met him. And so, have you read on on the edge of nowhere? Is that his brother's book? Yeah. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. One of them, I forget which one, one of them, the editor, the publishers made them change the ages that the, the they, them and their sister were because the editor said, no one will believe this. You got to, you got to add some, some years. I forget which was Because oh, they, they were kids. That. What they, what they, they were, were like, doing? They, their kid, their <laughs> sister was like still in diapers and yeah. the, the other two were like four and seven. I forget. I forget exactly. But yeah. the editors of one of those books said, you got to change this because nobody's going to believe it. Yeah. Good books. And great books. Great yeah. books. But they were, I guarantee they were not acting the way these two assholes just, yeah. like that's just. Yeah. No. First, and it's I the also whole thing when they're slapping like it's the ridiculous. Whole deal. Well, the but one dude even, they ski up there without a shirt on. And yeah. Like, uh, yeah. What? No. What really? What? Uh, another thing that really bothers me is how did that video get into the public's hands, and and who whoever it made was that a decision? Information. Act. I know it was, mm-hmm. but the state should have had some some way to see some it or something. White. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like they should have known. Like if this gets in the public hands, what's going to happen? Well, exactly what did happen. HSUS uses it as propaganda or whatever they want to call yeah. it, and and people in Colorado, <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. there's a bunch of hippies in Colorado, California, yeah. et cetera. The people that are that are going to you know lobby against this kind of shit, you know, they're, they're going to yeah, they have it. Yeah, horse shit. Yeah, that's use your head. That yeah. all deals. They're putting a black eye on everything. So you do. You, you make the decision to do that kind of stupid shit, and there's a camera on you the whole time. Like, ah, oh. <laughs> how could the level of stupidity is high? They even went back, yeah, pretty to bad. try to like, like doctor up their uh, what? It's almost like like they know they're gonna get caught, or they know that what they're doing, like obviously, oh, they, they obviously what they were what doing, doing was wrong. wrong. To go back and be yeah. like, oh, we'll get the shell casings and make sure that we get the cubs that we shot out of the den and put them in a freaking trash bag or whatever yeah. they did. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Yeah. Horrible. I don't know. 
It's uh, had it been in a legal area and they didn't act like a bunch of. I don't do, do, do. I've never been around people that act like that after they've shot an animal. So I didn't so I don't, see the so video. I, don't know. Oh, I didn't see I it, it, but I I, I know I celebrate here. a little bit. Okay. Yeah. What it's do you do nice with the bear cub? <laughs> Why shit, would you know. kill a bear Put cub? Put it on to start a spit. I, no. I don't know. I don't know. What's the? I mean, even in these areas that you actually can actively shoot sows, cubs, whatever. What are you gonna do with bear cub? Yeah, I, I don't know any. It's not my. I always joke. I'm like, oh, look at that! It's boots and mittens or, or whatever, yeah. you know. A but lamp, make a lamp stand it's a or something. Joke, but yeah, like what actually could you possibly use a cub bear, be it a there's, any kind of bear? There's so little meat on there. You could put the yeah. whole thing on a spit like a piglet. There's but so there little hide. Be- there's so little meat. There's so little everything. Why is it necessary to even kill them? Well, it's. Management. And even I almost wonder. That's wondered, the only reason. I think that's the only the, real reason is management. Exactly. Well, and I think I don't know if it almost seems like even a symbolic thing to even put that in the regs because, like, no one, like it. Most it's no one's, th- no reasonable person's thing to go kill cubs. You know, yeah. it may be a thing like I. I don't really know, but. I had you know, a, obviously, they they want a lot of bears killed in that area. I had they, a chance. They just need to. What right. you know, talking to the bios, like zero moose calf survival in yeah. that area. Yeah. I had a chance. And that's what at, Temple just said: management, management. That's, that's the only reason. The reason. And so I, I'm, I kill it. I eat it. If it if it's a legal animal, I'm very likely to shoot the damn thing. But I had a chance at a sow and two or three cubs. I forget a couple of years back, mm-hmm. and we were just we just wanted pictures. But I don't I don't walk out into the brush without my rifle. So my uncle and a cameraman are going one way and I'm going the other way. I don't I'm not ready to take any pictures. But we had come across this sow and two cubs, I'm pretty sure it was two, on the on the road. So we stop, they get out and they're each taking pictures. I'm like, nah, they're going the wrong way. I'm gonna go this way. So I cut them off and mama sow freaking charged me she got to like 30 yards away from me i'm backing up with the rifle thinking oh my god if she she keeps coming i'm a shooter (laughs) yeah and i didn't she stopped so i didn't shoot her and i'm backing up and walking away and i it 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 had occurred to me to take him but i i couldn't do it yeah my buddy later gave me crap he's like dude you could have you could nah. have gotten four tags. Whatever. Mm. He he lives in that area. He wants them managed. Yo, good point. And I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I yeah. You didn't see the video, but it's terrible. It's just two guys acting like total fucking morons, and yeah. the fact that they don't yeah. know that there's a camera on them, like guys that are acting like that after they shoot something, I don't want nothing to do with well, those kind of people. This is what we talked about last night, Nick. Is guys that are acting like that have done it before, and they oh, yeah. deserve to fucking rot. Yeah, and I'm. Unfortunately, I, I don't believe that the fine they got is even scratching the surface of what, what would be acceptable. Well, he had fine. like five months in jail with three months suspended, so he got two months in jail, which is that's a, that's quite a bit for a poaching or whatever you want to call it. But he also lost his boat, lost his truck. Uh, nine, I mean, they had to. Yeah, nine thousand dollars. Try to make an example of yeah, someone that does something n- that nine thousand dollar fine. Uh, okay, so all the material stuff in the jail time, great, but. He should have lost his license for life, forever, forever. and, and, the, no more and the kid lost it for yeah. two years. You know, and I don't. He I don't, should have lost it for life too, right? 
He was a grown, grown, grown ass man. You say kid. I've yeah. only right. seen an pictures. Adult. They right. both look like grown and ass they are, men. And, and, they're adults. And the real kicker is they made the, the son take a hunter safety course. <laughs> Come on. Give me a break. Yeah, but, that's not good. But what I, another interesting thing is all the news stuff you read, um, you don't find anything about them confiscating um, the boat and the truck. You know, the real, you know, yeah. you know they lost assets. a lot of money in that. They lost yeah. assets. All you see is them killing. No, yeah. no, no, no. Well, yeah, you do see that. But I'm saying the news article only mentions the brief little fines. Yeah. But the state of Alaska had a news press release or whatever, and it, it stated all the stuff that they actually lost. So everybody else is thinking, oh, this guy only got, you know, Slap whatever on got. the wrist type of thing, yeah. whereas it, they lost a lot of money. They, they did, but 10, 10 years. It, and the only reason I say that is because the way they acted in the video, complete assholes, 10 years, you're kidding me. That's not going to stop them from doing this again. No. It's just get elimin- eliminate his ability to do it. And that's not a mistake. What he did was not a mistake. They came, yeah, no they found way. the den. They came back, killed them, came back again. So yeah, and and that maybe it, I'm it's maybe I'm overreacting, like it, but I no, think it's fucking stupid. I don't I don't no. think you are because it's there. It's you're a different not overreacting at all. They are putting a bad name on you, me, right. Temple, Tyler, everybody that's trying all to like go out and users. do this properly and like play the. And who actually has respect perfectly. for the animals, you know yeah. what I mean? It's uh I mean they're taking no, pictures. He's like holding the you know, the foot up of the bear and they're he's got his dad taking pictures of him in the video. Yeah. It's like, what are you guys yeah. doing? Shame on them for letting that video get out though. Mm. Unbelievable. That could have just you could have kept that. Could have gone away. Yeah. But it is what it is. Mm, it's done now. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, it's uh it's interesting, but that I mean, like you said, something like that's not a mistake. It's not. It's, it's not. not a temporary lapse in judgment nope. type of thing. Don't believe it it's was. Like you hear the guys. No, oh, I just said know, it a little while ago. They've done it before. I almost guarantee you know, it. Something that, like maybe not, not the, that exactly. No, but, but they, well, maybe yeah. they have done that yeah. exact same <laughs> thing before. Point. Maybe in the same goddamn den. Yeah. You know who the hell knows? Those guys. It, it was nothing new to them. No, it was not. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it's it's like the difference between someone who shoots a sub-legal ram and be like, ah, I fucked up. There we go. All right, brings it in. Or someone who buries it and goes shoot, goes and shoots another one because that shit will yep. happens on occasion. Or sends a bunch of hides to a tannery and gets them back and doesn't and pay doesn't for them. doesn't pay for it. Yeah. I mean, There's just, a lot of just dick fucked up shit out there. <laughs> <laughs> Am I missing something? Is there? No. No, no, don't worry about it. Uh, all right. But uh, it's not that easy to turn yourself into the troopers. Ask me how I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I shot a cow caribou in a bull hunt. I got excited. I call him on the phone. Hey, I did this. I need to make it right. Well, I don't have anybody to help you, says the lady. Well, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. All right, well, here's my name, here's my phone number. I guess I'll, I'll go home and wait for a call. So I hang up the phone, cell phone, as soon as we could get in reception. And my wife goes, what? She was driving. So what's going on? They ain't got anybody to help us. I guess we'll just go home. No. I you, am- you had, I'm sorry to like interrupt you, but you had already 
taking the meat, taking like, it was done all everything cut up, you were supposed cut to up, do. Bagged in my truck, <clears throat> and I'm on my way into town, calling them as soon as I got cell reception. Yeah, nobody there to help me. So I'm gonna go home. And Erica, my wife, she says, "No, we're not. We're not taking this home. We're gonna go to the trooper post." The book says you. You turn it in, yeah. Whatever. So we go to the trooper post. I walk into the vestibule. I pick up the phone. It's a direct line to their dispatch. I tell them, "Hey, you know, I called you a little bit ago. I'm here for this." Yeah, someone was gonna call you. Like, okay. Listen, I screwed up, and I'm here to make it right. And you need to help me. Hmm. They sent a blue shirt out, a blue shirt who used to be a brown shirt, and he handed me my citations, took the meat told me i'd get my no i asked for my game bags back and he said yeah sure we'll see what we can do i never got them back but if it, it wasn't it wasn't easy you didn't no. deserve them back maybe i didn't <laughs> <laughs> i tell you that caribou deserved to be shot though because no it didn't really but the way it worked out <laughs> i was like Holy the God. way it worked out so it walked basically through our camp and I'm like, oh, wow, there's a caribou. It's noon. It was like 1130 noon. Oh, shoot. There's Start a caribou. Getting the shakes. <sighs> yeah. I, the first shot nicked it in the leg, and it ran off. I ran after it, and I whistled it, stopped and turned broadside, and then I folded it in half and walked up onto it and found it was a cow. Have bigger antlers or something? Or? It, had, it had nice antlers. I was totally surprised. But yeah. ever since then, I, I make sure to find Look, a penis sheath. testicles or a penis yeah. sheath. I shot one last year up on the hall road that was very, very, very small, like, you know, horn-wise or whatever. But yeah. I, I looked at him in a spying scope at 70 yards away just to make sure he had a dick. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. I shot him. But yeah. you know. Well, it was like this <laughs> one that's skull-capped, like, on my moose antlers out here. That one I shot literally had to wait for him to get yeah. off the road. Yeah, it was maybe. either sex, like I could shoot a cow or a bull. Yeah, sure. So I was just going to shoot yeah. the first whatever. And I thought it was a cow, walked up, and it was a little bull. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, gotta <clears throat> you just, you know, those little, like, two-year-old bulls or cows, you, you can't tell. You can't tell. You that happened tell. the one Rob shot a couple of years ago. I thought that it was a cow, and yeah. it wasn't any, you mm -hmm. know, any sex caribou. We shot it, and I walked up, and I was like, oh, look at that. Bull. You got yourself a bull. Yeah. <clears throat> Ever since then, I've been real gun-shy about it. So it, I, it, and, you know. It, you got to get them going away, for the most part. It seems like to, you know, to get 100% on them. Or they pee. Yeah. They yeah, pee. or they pee. Or exactly. They pee. Yeah. You can kind of see a... You know, a pecker there. If on you the look. on the big old ones, they'll have a pecker. A big old, well, the young one that I shot last year, I could see it, but I was, you know, I looked we, at him pretty hard. We we shot one one year. I had the whole family in the boat and all the dogs. It was terrible. I shoehorned us all. Into <laughs> oh my that. gosh, I can't imagine. <laughs> I shoehorned us all into the boat and we went on a fifty mile boat ride. It was ridiculous, and we see this little caribou on the on the side of the river, and I slow down and. Um, my younger son, he's four now. He was like one and a half, nearly two at the time. When you slow down, that means you're going to fish. So he's trying to grab the fishing pole. <laughs> and we're like, no, no. So he starts crying. He's screaming. The dogs are whining and the caribou's just standing there like, is this bad news? And I give up on it. We stood there like we waited there trying to figure it out. I gave up and started motoring back up river. And Erica goes, hey, it's peeing. It was peeing forward from the belly. There so, you go. Bam. Yeah. So, no, we weren't we weren't gonna play knifey spoony unless we were sure. And 
Yeah, well, they say, well, sometimes goats, although, I don't know. Yeah, that's hard, too. Sorry, too. It's surprising sometimes how hard it can be. Like, there's times when I've looked and it's like, oh, yeah, well, duh, that's friggin' belly. Right. But sometimes it's not, especially younger ones. Yeah, it's... Or if it's not the time of year when their glands are all flared up, you know, when their glands are all flared up. You know pretty well, yeah. Or Goats are, are definitely difficult if you don't have a spotting scope. If you're just relying on your binoculars and stuff, oh. man, they can play tricks because a young goat is going to have horns longer than its ear, et cetera. You know, so you're going to think, oh, that's a matured goat, but unless you have one standing next to it to make sure size-wise... And then, yeah, of course, you know, with the binoculars, even 10 by 42s, they ain't going to tell you quite. a big billy. You're going to look at it and be like, that's a billy. But, yeah. you know, sometimes you just ain't going to tell. You can watch them pee, too. I don't, yeah. I don't know anything <laughs> about <laughs> goats. They pee well, out I was going to say, that's, what? What they, that's one of the things they suggest, I think, yeah. too, is... Yeah. After you kill a sheep this year, then we'll get you on the goat kick. Oh, and yeah, Frank which, loves goat meat, so he might want one I'm, too. I'm so freaking terrified about this year. Oh, I've been walking a mile these, or two every day. These fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go, I know Was where this the a first tag. time you ever put in for sheep temple? Yes. Yeah. Fucking dick. Temple drew Delta. Dr. Schultz drew Delta for, well, the first, you kind of put in your time, though. The first time, what, it took 13 years? Yeah. And then the second time, like, I almost three. wish that I hadn't gone this year. <laughs> I got my fucking hands full. <laughs> You're like, you guys can sort it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be, I'm going to have, I'll be in there the entire walk-in hunt. The tenth to the twenty fifth. <laughs> I want to be in there. Or before that, before yeah. But that. you're gonna have fun. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll bring you some baby wipes when I come in. Well, I'll already have them in my bag. Bring some more game bags. Yeah. That's what you're gonna want. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some. How's bullet, boots bullets. working out for you, Temple? So uh, the ones I got were oversized, but they didn't flop around. But something was something was off with them. So I got the ones that are the proper size. Well, that usually helps. <laughs> and and. Uh, <laughs> You don't need and, snowshoes walking um, through rocks. That's right. So there, there's something funny about the tops of those, uh, the tops of my feet mating with those. So I skipped an eye in the lacing, and it it stopped hurting the tops of my feet. What did you end up getting? The lowest, lower, lower Tibets. Yeah, sure. Uh, ten, ten, eleven. I, I don't know if they do half. I've I used, can't remember. Used those for a little bit. Tyler probably has I've used been, them too. I've used the. Tibet's for it's all I wear. Freaking I, it's all I years. Wear. I've got like 500 miles on mine. They're still. Yeah, I've got perfect. a pair of beat the hell. I don't wear them See, anymore. See, I, be, I beat up boots being a heavier individual than <laughs> some of you guys. I, 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 don't, I, I honestly have like 500 miles on mine and they're just fine. I bet you do, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'm trying to think. You're still wearing this, the same boots? Yeah. I finally retired mine because totally they. Fine. There's nothing wrong yeah. with them. I I'm mean, going to get nick, one more year out of mine. I think. Dinged up and stuff, but. Yeah. They're fine. The first, yeah. the first pair I'll I ever couple, had. At least a few more hunts out of them. <laughs> the first pair I had had, I think I got three sheep hunts and two goat hunts on them. 
and then they were done. And I, but I didn't take good care of them at all. Yeah, I. That's another thing that you should talk about. Care. Boots, oil them. I want to know how to make these last forever because yeah, they were oil. damned expensive. I damn it! Buy some oil for them. Or, I don't uh, oil. Oh, my I, boots. I do mine a lot. I do uh, snow seal. Snow seal. It's like a wax. I, not yeah, yeah oil I'm at familiar. All. With I've the done snow the snow seal. seal before, and I don't like the how thick. And uh, I, I don't like the way it looks when I'm when so it's all you done. Warm, it's, uh, warm it up. Shit, no, shit not, not, not actually look. Uh, I'm not saying hair dryer. I'm not saying no. You don't even have no, to. No, you hair can dryer, just use no your hand. I didn't mean aesthetically how it looks. Like I don't give a shit how it looks. I, I didn't like how, I, I how when you put it, it on there, like how it you know how it looks compared to like a Granger's G wax or um, the Obanoff's wax or Obanoff's is good shit. That's why your boots don't last as long as they do. I have yet to throw a pair out. Oh well, I thought you <laughs> still just said have you them. needed another pair of boots. I might next year. Well, yeah. so five hundred miles with nothing but that, I'm snow talking, seal. Yeah, and the boots they're gonna go for. I'd assume we'll many, I'd have many never. More hunts. I'm not wearing out the leather on them. The the tread on the bottom oh. once it gets a little bit you know skinny. Yeah, I don't I don't like how we'll going see, over rocks with it. I just don't like. We'll it. see yeah. in the in my last pair, I st- I actually took better care of, and I don't remember. I've had them for uh, since I warm fourteen. I warm my boots in the oven. And yeah, I I've apply heard, snow yeah. seal. I put I put nitrile gloves on, and I got my snow seal has like a ripped t shirt piece mm-hmm, in it that always mm-hmm. goes back in there. And I put the gloves on, and I stick the boots in the oven, and I warm them up, and then I rub. I take the laces out, and I rub. So I do it before I use them. And then when I get back, I clean, like, I brush all the yep. mud bullshit off of them and clean out. Because I only use them a few times a year, you sure. know, very specific, you know, use. And I'll clean them up, and I'll warm them up, and I'll re-snow seal them, and I store them perfect. And then right before I go sheep hunting, I'll pull them out, and I'll wear them, maybe do a hike or something like that with them, and run them, and then redo them, and go. Do you think the snow seal helps with being, like, keeping them waterproof yes. to a certain extent? Oh, big time. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Dude, this, I have a jar of snow see, seal at my house. Well, I just, I've see, used it I one stuff. time. I really like it. I probably did it wrong. I put it this on my leather gloves, just, my my leather me too. outside working gloves. All of my, yeah. I wear mittens when I'm trapping, when I'm running my sled, mm-hmm. and then I have a pair of leather gloves that I use when I'm actually, like, dealing with traps and stuff. All my gloves are, you, like, you part of snow sealed. Fucking intense. <laughs> Part wow, of me wants. I never to, even thought of that. Oh yeah, part of me <laughs> wants to try treating some fur, some fur hats that have leather shells with the snow seal, just to see yeah. what would happen. That'd be fine. I piss people. my pants a lot. I might try doing it with my underwear. <laughs> yeah, there I you would go, man. Do that. <laughs> yeah. I would recommend maybe a pharmaceutical solution first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's good. But wow! The, I never thought of it on gloves. I got some oh, nice yeah. leather gloves that I'd like to keep. My grandpa, when he passed away, I uh, I got his like nice nice mittens. They were probably made out of deer leather. <laughs> I was like, get to work, fucking be nice. seal my boots. Seal my boots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, see, these are Loa bighorns. I took them sheep hunting one time. The only thing that the thing that concerned me with them awesome on gloves though yeah. is they weren't vi- they're not Vibram soles. And remember, you were with me. Oh, yeah. After like three days, I look at my soul. I'm like, uh, Frank, my broken. soul is like cracking. That yeah. Vibram is a damn good soul. See, oh, now this other set is Hanwags. Hanwags. Hanwags, whatever. Those, those, have, those have Vibram soul on them. I guarantee it. Dude, yeah. those things are hard as shit. That's, that's an aggressive. Oh, 
I've I had my boots, my Loa boots on with the Vibram soles, shoveling my roof off the other day. I thought I was going to die. They are not good on that wet, slicky stuff. Nothing's good on freaking wet my, roof. My extra tufts would have been better. It's just a tarred roof. Mm-hmm. But Let's see where the that's amazing because I had these on a sheep hunt and, and it never got. I was with you when you put those on for the first time. They're just hammered. These. Yeah, and I got the same pair of boots that I've had for years. See, Those are the ones that are broken. Look at this. Yeah. I was sitting there. It was like day three of a 14-day oh, sheep hunt. Yeah. That's broken right there. It never, oh, it got, it never got any bigger, but no, I was never worried. Got worse. That's the only thing that that I don't like about the Tibetans. I'm supposed to get a set of the Loa like mountain experts or something. They're a little bit more technical. I didn't like these with the... These are different, this, though. The Tibets don't have this, whatever no, that cork shit or no, whatever they put in there. No, I don't the Tibets like, don't have that. They, I don't the like Tibets that. got a vibram sole like this Hanlog. Yeah, exactly. But they uh, see this, like, plasticky... The Tibet, the newer Tibets do have this little, like, mid, I'd call it like a midsole uh, above the rubber. It's a ring above the, the it rubber. It may not be a big deal because I think yours have them, and it's not an issue. Mine, I'm so freaking fat that... When I was packing that sheep out, when we were packing out, remember yeah. when I'm like, man, these boots are like yeah. squishy. Yeah. Yeah. And it got, it's that midsole layer, whatever material they were making that out of got all cut up. Are, are those and was a, like actually squishy. Are oh, those an aftermarket insole in there? Yeah, they're just some. The the insole in my in my Tibets, although the boot is the right size, the insole ain't right. I'm, I'm I was well, cramping that's the in same way with me mm. with these Hanvogs. I had to get some super feet uh, for them. I might have to look into a into a, an aftermarket insole. I tried those super feet, and they're not for me. Well, yeah. yeah, I remember. Didn't, didn't you leave them on the mountain? I well, or, yeah, well, not on the mountain. You stuffed well, them back in your pack. You quit using them. I quit using them. Yeah, done. Um, and I was smart enough to bring soles that came with the boots and yeah i remember that new ones and i was like oh yeah these are going to be really nice and then they were not really nice at all and it was quick that i decided that they weren't working out but yeah nick brings his own koozie I'll temple you a, need one there. i'll take a koozie i got the zwicky archery one. you think this extra tough koozie was made in china next to the extra tough it probably was but hey they they what do you, got better. What do you, what, did they? What's your honest opinion about those boots? About extra tough? Because I have my own opinion. So, and it so might not I, be popular. I but. liked extra toughs a lot, and then they they started being made in China, and I read reviews where they started falling apart. Sounds like so, another boot company. So I was I, a, I, I used to be a commercial fisherman. I used to work for a living, and <laughs> extra toughs was the thing. You, you you could walk on hydraulic oil that leaked out of your power roller and not slip and die. Yeah. Fish slime, spilt oil, gas, diesel, and not die. And I I beat on that pair for years. I don't know how many years of commercial fishermen, uh, commercial fishing, and then here in Fairbanks, until I wore them out and they got holes in the ankles. Then I, I I went to Walmart and bought a pair of Walmart wannabe extra toughs because that's what they had and I could afford at the time, and they're okay. But I, I'm afraid to buy extra toughs now because of the the gluing process that I, they I think had to learn or whatever. I think they're more of a fashion type of boot now. They're that's not what even, it's become. What do you think about yours? Sixteen years. Sixteen. What, but years. those are probably American like, made, right there. Yeah. I don't know if they are, are those little legit are, ones. No. Well, let's I, find they're out. They're not. Nope. They're not. What so, do you, what listen, do you, you didn't let me finish. I'm sorry. For Christ's sake. 
Damn it, Temple. <laughs> I bought... In 16 years, I've had two pairs of extra tufts, uh-huh. and the first pair lasted me for 10 years. Uh-huh. I'm on six years with these. The first pair made in the USA underneath. Uh-huh. Yep. They lasted a long time. Yeah. These seem to be lasting just as long as the other pair lasted. I wonder if it's See, now, now, shut up. <laughs> I wonder if it's because they figured out the gluing process. I think that's part of it. Yeah. So what... After they started, the Chicom started making them. Everyone in like Kodiak Southeast throwing fit because guys yeah. commercial fishing were buying them yeah. and they're lasting like less than a month. I mean, they're just falling apart. Yeah. I bought these after and, that whole shit and storm. So went it was down. after, I think it was basically the influence of Kodiak and Southeast Alaska. Commercial they had fishery. To, they had to up their QC big time because <clears throat> I had better. a set that was garbage. And then the last set I bought, which I've punched a couple holes in and repaired, they're, I just, Come I tear up boots flies. quick. Yeah. They've been a lot, but don't, <laughs> don't throw the hand <laughs> wags at the dog. No, he can stay. So okay. I, I, I'm cheap. I bought these Kamiks on Amazon for 50 bucks and I like them for a winter boot. Kamiks, I, I think my like one year old daughter has the same brand of boot. And uh, for summer boots, I went and bought, uh, pair of uh i don't know service or king or something some it was it was inexpensive except that they were they were black which makes your feet hot in the summer but they were made in america of recycled materials and since i don't work for a living anymore they weren't bad i they're they're fine for the boating that i'm gonna do yeah but if i was commercial fishing again i might have to try the new extra tufts because the, the the bottom of the extra tough was just a great boot for for screwing around on a boat. Well, they were nice for like getting off on you know for what me and Frank did a lot more than algae, me getting off on rocks, slicking around on the algae that you didn't fall and die. I had a pair of them black them black cheapy boots with the red trim. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Oh yeah, cost you like <laughs> twenty bucks at Frontier. Uh, I, I don't know how many times I ate rock because of those damn things. Yeah. Extra toughs uh, that that uh, went way down. They were much safer. I yeah. tried when I first moved up here. It was the first time I ever saw extra toughs, and mm-hmm. we went and bought boots, Steph and I, like you know, for breakup or whatever, because fucking shit's a mess up here for quite a while. Yeah. And uh, she got extra toughs, and I tried them on, and they just my uh, there was too narrow on my calves, so I ended up getting yeah, mucks. So that's a problem with the extra I've had toughs. these mucks since. I don't know, 2013, 2014. Muck's supposed to be a good boot. And I've worn them hunting a lot, you know, mm-hmm. caribou and stuff, mm-hmm. bear. When like, you yeah. remember them. Yeah. <laughs> when I remember them, yeah, I've, yeah, I've forgotten that, boots before. That happened to me two years ago. We <laughs> got more than halfway to the river and had to turn back. We didn't turn terrible. back. I don't know what we I forget what we did, but we made, did I hunt in Crocs? No, you, we... What did we do? We grabbed... My aunt's boots. Oh, that's right. Your feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And we got them soaked. We got them <laughs> soaked. Yeah. yeah. And I had them, and then I had them in my shop, and she asked me, "Have you seen these boots?" I'm like, "Oh, I don't know how I got them over here." <laughs> <laughs> See, I like the Camex for when I get them soaked because they got a liner I can pull out and dry out. That's smart too. Yeah. I, I like the the removable liner. They're they're a great moose hunting boot, you know, for hunt, for hunting moose the way I do out of a boat. Got to have something to keep your feet dry. Feet dry, warm. You wear chest waders a lot, don't you? When I was canoe hunting, I wore chest waders all the time, and I hated it. 
because yeah. you you can't be warm enough in the Gore-Tex chest waders when you're moose hunting, but you put on the neoprenes and then you got swamp ass all day and all night. All day, yeah. It's terrible. You can't you unless can't you turn them happy. inside out, get them strung over the fire. You can't dry them out no. ever the entire hunt. No, <clears throat> no, it's terrible. But now that I hunt out of a flat bottom boat, I don't wear the chest waders very often. Hell, I just leave them home. I only put them on to go beaver trapping. Yeah. I don't think I've seen you since this whole dry result thing came out, Temple. <laughs> He's super No, chap. I don't think you saw me since last fall. But I'm, your fucking attitude's going to have, like, well, that's not, the right, that's not the right way to say this. But you started saying it. <laughs> Is, uh, what, how would I even say this? I'm not sure. You yet. have no fucking idea I what don't. you're getting yourself into. I am a lazy hunter, and granted, granted, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. And I'm very happy for you. <laughs> Sort of. You, you sound it. <laughs> Historically, if I can't see it from the tiller of my boat, I'm probably not going to put a hole in it. But uh, that's changing this year. Yeah, it is. I should have put in for the late hunt. You're going to pack drive out up the my sheep. Over. You're going to pack out my girlfriend's sheep. <laughs> that's right, because you've got to bum me. You're going to pack in and out all my food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have you carry my rifle. Oh, Speaking of rifles. How much rifle do I need for this? Oh, you need, need a four fifty four. Got to have a four fifty four for sheep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got a four sixteen. need a minimum rig four sixteen rig. We need a That's yeah right. double. Double. <laughs> yeah. Got to have the double <laughs> with two separate triggers. None of that <clears throat> single trigger crap. No. What I'm, you need? Because Temple has that three thirty eight bar. I am not packing that up the nope. mountain. <laughs> and you just give him, you give him one bullet. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you blew it. We're out of yeah. here. <laughs> that rifle is so damn heavy, but it's gone bang every time. I think I'm going to take bang. my wife's two seventy. I think <laughs> nothing wrong with that. I'm, yeah. It's synthetic. I'm going to have stock. a. I mean, I'm going to be meeting you yeah. halfway through. So what, we'll keep in touch. But are we're we gonna, do, like what? What is? I haven't we, heard the plan. Not, the plan is is uh, the plan is that we will be. When are you in reach? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's no bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I'll text you. Yeah, you'll text me. <laughs> like, don't worry. You just hang out, Temple. I'll, I'll text you when yeah. we're ready for you. Yeah, yeah. my you, work he schedule. Can, he I, can't come in until a little bit, little early, bit later. So it works out good then. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. the whole thing seems to be. It should work out pretty good. I was thinking I'd have it rough hunting with a bow. Frank's got to get three rams. He's got to worry about one. <laughs> the priority is for his girlfriend to shoot one. If, even if, even if I, you know, they happen to be uh, not have found any. If I show up and there's a legal animal, she's she's shooting first and second if necessary. <laughs> no, we won't, we won't play that game. <laughs> no. no, that's fair. I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Um. I think we only need one rifle for yeah, starters. For starters? There's no sense in carrying a bunch of rifles around, All right. in my mind. Okay. You know? I'll defer to you here. That's, yeah. Uh, and that's just it. It's like if I was going with Nick or Tyler and we were thinking about splitting up or something like that, if I was going with people that had been sheep hunting before, I'd be like, yeah, we need everybody needs a gun. Mm-hmm. You know? Everybody needs a spotting scope, a binocular, you know, the whole thing. But... In this 
particular circumstance, what's going to go on. I think that we don't need a whole lot of carrying a bunch of extra stuff. Okay. A couple rooks. Right. <laughs> you know, it, no, you, you know, you're not I didn't. just it, you know, and... I wasn't trying to be condescending, but you do have your work cut out for you. You got two first timers, yeah, and not just uh, not first time hunters per se, but first you know sheep hunting. No, I, just something about it. It's a completely <laughs> different animal from what I'm used to. Yeah, it's real specific what has to happen. So you do not know what you have. I will, <laughs> if you quit, I will kick you in the fucking ass. There is no so quitting. bad. There is no quitting. I've put in for the time at work, and uh, the the plan is for me to get there as soon as I, I'm going to leave work. I'm going to go to work with my boots that I'm not going to forget, and my backpack and my gear, I'm going to leave work to go there. That's my plan. And um, I've shot rams. Yeah? I'm happy to see. Frank's shot my, rams. Uh, my girlfriend, I want to see her shoot I'm, one, I'm, and I want to see you shoot one. So has, has she hunted anything before? Nothing. Damn. Mm-hmm. This at, is important. Starting at the yeah. top. Yeah. This is important. It's awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's going to be like super, super cool. Yeah. That her first animal she's ever killed is going to be a doll sheep. Hot dang. Yeah. That's she's, fantastic. I mean, she's been eating the ones that I kill. She loves it. <laughs> <laughs> you brought some steak to the house a while back. It was fantastic. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, it's, a, it's absolutely amazing. And for a long period of time, I've been like, doll sheep is the shit like you can't get any better but recently within the last couple of weeks <laughs> my good friend nick mookie <laughs> has, has given me a bunch of goat meat uh-huh dude I'm having, sheep meat so having, much better than i'm goat, having I tr- I, this nanny tastes I, really good i man. tell you what oh, man. i'm telling you it's really good was she pregnant i no you didn't you didn't check i didn't i don't ever gut any animal you I see shoot. See, my well, grandpa. Not anymore. My native grandpa's no, favorite. Once you realize, figure out how once to do I it. Once I started otherwise. having to take it out on my back, I yeah. quit gutting them. No, the, there's the, no need to. The, if gutless, you know how to do it the right. gutless way is interesting. Yeah. I, I would be very interested to learn how to do that. It's I've, just I've as. Not, I think it's quick and oh, I, you don't get all me bloody. That Nick just gave me is incredible. Steph and I, I have had it like several four times. times now. It's really good. Amazing. I'm I'm impressed. Yeah, I mean, I like the one I like that one I shot last year. Was Pretty that a good. Billy? Great. That's a no, nanny. that's a nanny. 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 Do, yeah. you know, do you know if it was pregnant? I didn't get it. So I'm, <laughs> exactly. the reason I why asked you get us some kind the, of native I, superstition so, or what? <laughs> no, I'm like we're is not going right to we're not going to get pregnant. into my proclivities here. We're talking about hunting. A uh, pregnant animal might eat more and be my, more. My uh, native grandpa's yeah. favorite critter to shoot was pregnant moose because it was a very tasty. As opposed the, to your non-native grandpa, <laughs> my non-native grandpa lived in North Carolina. Okay. So I don't know what he was okay. hunting or shooting back there. Okay. But uh, pregnant, pregnant cow moose was he would he would he would if he was out ptarmigan hunting with a twenty two and come across a pregnant cow moose he would shoot it with that twenty two because mm-hmm. it was that good yeah you know, the hormones make the meat soft and on top of all that there's veal in yeah. there so my oh, goat I think the, my yeah <clears throat> my goat was four and a half years old so I would assume that that would have been the first year she would have gotten pregnant and I don't think any of those goats down there that are of breeding age are not pregnant which so I think that was. one I think that one's four and a half. Was two, pregnant, three, four then. and a half. Yeah, same thing. She would have been two, I bet. 
Yeah. But which that's an interesting thing too is fishing games like still trying to figure out how to get people to kill more nannies down there. Yeah. Did they? Did they? We talked about this. Did they pat? Did we talk about it on the podcast? Yeah. I don't know what you're going to ask, but I think well, I know. about how they passed, or they were talking about requiring one of your two goats to be a nanny. Yeah, we talked about this okay. last time. Yeah, extending the season, and then now yeah. it's instead of two goats, it's one villi, one nanny. You did. Or, yeah. I listened to it. Yeah. yeah. But irregardless of that, I, that's not even a word. Everybody tells me that. I was. Um, I, was I should have said irrespective of that. Uh, long story short, Mr. This, uh, but I knew Tempo was going to get on me because that's you know. I'm a words guy for some reason. That goat meat is really damn good, though, Frank. I'm, oh, it's amazing. I, I'm with you yeah. on that. Wish we'd have got more of it. It's different. When I cut it up, I didn't really notice it. It was when I ground it to make some burger. It ground easy? Super. It yeah. grinds really easy, and it it looked greasy. Like, the meat, as, it, as I ground it and it was coming out of the grinder, it looked greasy, and I was like, ooh, I don't know. But when you actually cook the meat, it's not greasy at all. It's almost like you need to add a little bit of oil when you're cooking it kind of thing. Whereas moose or sheep or – because I don't mix Dry. any fat with anything. I just grind it. And if I, it needs something afterwards, which all of most gay meat doesn't need anything we in shot- my mind. <clears throat> but that goat meat – dried up quickly the first Although it looked yeah. greasy it's not the first all. goat i ever shot was in the rut and it's also the the only time i've ever used that citric acid shit that people tell you to use and okay yeah, hold hold blaze. your thoughts here for yeah. a second so i did use it on there and that meat was the hands down the worst tasting oh. shit i've ever had but we ate it all Every time we cooked it, the whole house smelled like piss. So I was like, is it ruddy? Is it the citric acid? No, it was no, ruddy. I, I, well, I'm sure it was ruddy. John's goat was the same way. But I've used that citric acid on sheep, and it was fine. Well, okay. wasn't, that in spring? Yeah. wasn't that in the spring? No, that, it was late October, oh, and okay. those goats were rutting pretty good. I mean, they were, they were definitely... That's definitely what it was, because I used that. The first sheep that I ever shot, is it, you use it was spray like 80 on stuff? degrees, and I mixed it, sprayed it. Okay. And... I haven't used it since, because I didn't... You know. Yeah, no, I think that stuff's totally Does fine. The j- sheet meat tasted totally fine. It, there was like absolutely no difference. And the goal to, of that, or the 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 reason why people use that is to get a crust get on a that crust meat. On it. And yep. it certainly had a crust on it. It worked for me too. So, so right. I, I always bring the citric acid, but haven't had to use it. We called. We were like, "Come get yeah. us. We're done." And they were like, "Oh, you got like at least three days." And it was kind of like, "Oh shit!" And we're in a situation where it was like. My first sheep hunt, I was like, last year it snowed a foot, and we'd snowed, like, out of 14 days, it snowed 13 of the 14 Jeez. days. And we went up there, the and it was am I getting into? 80 plus degrees every single day. Ugh. I got swarmed, stung by bees, and, you know, like, <laughs> bugs galore, and like the whole thing was, like, totally opposite. Right. But... You never know what's going to happen. When, no, you never know what's going to happen. And when we, you know, we call in and we say, you know, come get us. And they're like, well, we're not coming to get you. We can't. Oh, you need well, to deal with me, yeah. you know. And 
we I always carry that with me, and I was like, well, now is the time to use that. And the the meat didn't taste any different, I have to say, than That's any. Good to know. And I would assume <clears throat> that it wouldn't because yeah. lots of people use it. But I, what it, it does is it wastes ready. a little bit of meat because it creates, creates that rind. crust. Yeah. That rind, and if exactly. You, and if you take care of your meat properly in the field and you have to leave it out there for a couple of days anyhow or whatever it might be, you're going to have that crust on it one way or the yeah. other. Yeah. So that will, I mean, if you're taking care of it right, you're going to have that it's crust gonna have, on it. Cr- yeah. Because so. you're rolling it always, right. like daily and like multiple times a day. In fact, you want to get that crust on there. Well, that's what preserves, yeah. like that's what you can make it so you can off. hold yeah, on that, to it. That, yeah. That, well, there's bugs. no, I mean, with those game bags that I use, I never had any kind of issues. I mean, yeah. bugs will get on the outside yeah. maybe a little bit, but they, they can't get into that. If those you're using game the bags are incredible. Ones and, I mean, the bugs can get through they that. They can get in there, I, I yeah. I use a thicker game. I used to use them cheesecloth uh, condom type bags. Yep. I freaking hate those. Well, Once I wore all those. those I like them. I like them if I know I'm getting my meat right out. Immediately yeah. gone. Which I can't, okay. you know, on the haul yeah. road because they're cheap and I, they're throwaway, whatever. And I also like to uh, take the. You know your whatever quarter you got, take it off at the knee. You know that joint mm-hmm. or whatever it might be, and then you can roll that uh, bag up, twist it around, and then roll it down again. So you got two Double. layers on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do that, and it it reduces the amount of blood that might be in your pack. But they're handy when you know you're going to be able to get back yeah. to something. The tag bags are so nice. I love them. I've they're not used amazing. them. Amazing. Tag oh, caribou, same thing. Nothing's so, getting through them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. I mean, and well, they make small little ones. Me and Steve and Gary and all, you know, sheep hunting. And there was one per trip in particular. I think I was the only one that had that stuff. And by the time we got picked up, I was the only one that didn't have maggots on their meat or fly eggs on meat. You know. Yep. I like those because uh, the new ones with you know the for you know for sheep hunting they got the small little boned out ones so you can bone yep, everything yep, out. Yep. And yeah, then you God, can I stack those per. Meat. Well, I know, but when you're sheep hunting, you're going to bone it. You do. There's no choice. I I hear you. But there's small enough packages where you can fit all that meat and and organize it in your backpack so you don't have, you know, shit hanging in spots where Where, when you're hiking. It throws you off. Yeah. Yep. You can really manage the the weight. Clear tier. (laughs) (laughs) Tier one of that case is. Yeah. uh, You know, if you could bring sheep meat out on the bone, that'd be nice. I would. I, would. I suppose you can, but yeah, I wouldn't recommend I it. Have, look at this <laughs> dude. No, I mean, look at it work him so out. I, I, like, oh, no, we, we cut you, him in half. We take him out whole. Have any of you eaten yeah. bone like bone marrow soup? The bone oh, yeah. marrow bone soup? I have. Yeah, moose God, meat that, that I don't have to so, freaking pack it anywhere. So fantastic. Caribou, You're speaking uh, from a tiller perspective. That's true. I'm just having a little bit of an issue getting by this, okay? Or from the... What is it? It's March. I've got... I've got until August to get over this. You right? get to work, buddy. <laughs> you could bring carrying... the four shanks out if you want. That'd I be want small. the shanks. That's not where the marrow is. The marrow is up in that hip bone. There's some marrow in the shank. Come on. Guess where that's going to be? On the side of the mountain. You can eat it out there. Bring a pot. <laughs> I might have it. to bring a pot. Yeah. You just wait, mm. Temple. You just... <laughs> mm-hmm. You just wait, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Oh, I want to bring the bones out for the marrow. You're going to be... Fuck a, this. Hey, bone. <laughs> what else can we throw away? No, you got to take that. I'm looking real forward him, to about September him, 1st. I went over and shot bows with him a couple nights ago, and I was like, so you're going to bring your cape out? You want to get your head mounted? And he was like, no. And I was like, good. I'll have you carry mine. <laughs> I'm going to kick you in the nuts if you don't bring your cape out. What the fuck I want the cape for? 
Yeah, like, at a minimum, the you was just going to eat the you, face off of this it. This is just something you don't understand yet, Temple. At a minimum, you could sell it and mm-hmm. make make more money than the gas. Yeah, Mister driving Mr. down there. Same mm-hmm. brand of boots as my two year old daughter. Hey, that's five hundred. They, they got <laughs> five hundred bucks. What <laughs> for a good sheep cape? For a good sheep cape. 500 bucks, really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look, we're taking all of them out. Yeah. The tune hey, hey. has changed. You could probably get 1500 for a good yeah. life-size cape. Yeah. $1,500, you say? Yeah, it turns into that's E-Man what, over here. Yeah, that's I what remember Jeremy E-Man was now. doing his yeah, when we was. were up there in the Brooks Ranch. Yeah, he, was he was like, oh, I'm cutting this for somebody to like, Cabela's or Bass Pro Shop or something like that. No, he full body. No, I know. Dorsal from the tail all the way up. I think he belly cut him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. sheep, I know that most guys definitely prefer dorsal. It's <coughs> easier to hide the seam up and there. Yeah. A lot less sewing. You know, but I don't know. Dorsals. We, me and Steve, Steve's first goat, we freaking dorsal skinned that fucker. It's a pain, in the, a pain in the ass. Yes, sir. That was a is. big goat, too. You ever try to case skin a bear? What in hell? No, I haven't. I've <laughs> to, I have um, fleshed a case skin bear before. Yes, yes, you have. With full Roy, of sand and shit. Roy at the lodge, he told me a story once about tubing a bear out. Why in God's yeah. name? Peel it back. I just did it one on spring the, just on to, the ground just to see if I could do it. Yeah, he you? did it on a freaking sandbar. It looks <sighs> holy. It's the, it's the nicest tanned hide that because I, I freaking yeah. prepped it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. No, it looks the nicest. It it uh, lays the nicest on the wall or hangs yeah. the nicest on the wall. You don't have. Well, it doesn't have them weird zigzags that you get sometimes in well, the pits. No, no, it doesn't no. have nothing because <laughs> you yeah. just. Yeah, because it's because it's a tube hanging out. there. Okay, yeah. looks really nice though. I smell what you're stepping in now. But they but did it pain. on a sandbar. Yeah, oh, which that's was a terrible thing. Every freaking Old dulling two strokes <laughs> of my my flesh and knife and <laughs> hit it with the steel. Just like, the way she goes, Mister Complainer. I know. <laughs> drag you bring him work and you drag still get it yelled to the at, water. Right? Damn it! Drag oh, it to the water geez. and wash should it off. Should it's I find just a new guy? We didn't know how long we were going to be out there. We didn't have like anything. Don't get no respect. No. Don't get no respect. <laughs> I wouldn't hold my breath. <laughs> like You're what, not gonna whoever get was respect. it, Joe Faulkner put a picture up the other day on. I think it was on Instagram. Of I like wouldn't have four, seen that. I, yeah, <laughs> I've <laughs> never four, seen any of that. No shit. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> All the black bear hides, like you know, in their belly skin, but out on a fucking I'm sandbar. Saying. What is like wrong whoever with whoever. You freaking paid to flesh those things. You're you not paying pay them, them enough. enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the moose I shot last year ended up in the mud. It was rough. So he actually he died in the water and floated down river. And we had to use the rope along to get him out of the water. Amateurs. It was well. <laughs> it was yeah. So I shot him where he was standing because the the bank was a short gravel. You got bank. excited. I did get a little excited. <laughs> I did. However, well, there he's was going to get real excited when he finally sees a ram. There was Shut up, man. there get was him excited before we even get there. There was some calculation that went on. He was on the inside of a turn. Uh, no, excuse me. He was on the outside of a turn. It was a very short gravel bank with very tall, thick brush. If he made it into the brush, he was going to disappear. So. I shot him where he stood and hoped he would die on that four-foot gravel. After you cut power to the boat. 
I was not driving the boat. The guy driving the After boat got, the us, power got was cut us to, to the a boat. safe and legal place to shoot the okay. damn thing. <laughs> Jeez. This damn recording. It takes all the fun out of storytelling. <laughs> I shot him. Legally. Rightly. Thusly. And the damn thing didn't fall over in the, the knee-deep water right there. So the he starts state, the state owned water. The state owned water. The state owned navigable water. So he starts deciding he's going to cross the river. I tried to shoot him again. I missed. So he wobbled around and then he fell right where he was standing and the current washed him down river. It wound up being a moose rope. It was terrible. <laughs> thank, thank goodness for the rope along. It was the first time in years I brought the rope along and thank goodness I had it. Did you skin them oh, you, all in the water? Take care no, of all in the water? Nope, nope. With the rope along, we were able to reach a rock to anchor to and get them high and dry. I wish I'd have had a rope along for that guy. My, the rope <clears throat> along, it, it does not not go in the boat now. My buddy who passed time. away this last, uh, this last winter, neighbor... Um, I, he always took me on his airboat hunting moose and stuff and this last year we went out we had one day to hunt together that's it mm-hmm. and uh, we went out and he got we got him a moose on the way to camp shot it in the water it was perfect absolutely couldn't have asked for a better situation and but he it was in the water How's he, that? Pre- he okay. prefers them in the water because you can roll them around and do whatever so we didn't even skin any hide off he we cut everything with you know with a havilon <laughs> knife did all of our cuts gutless which he's never done before either but i showed him how to do it and we took everything off uh, and then uh, took the entire deal back to, to camp. How do you get the inner loins gutless? Yeah, re- it's above the stomach sack, so yeah, you uh-huh. just you can reach right in there and cut them yeah, out. Yeah, you can. Simple. Once you get them. Behind the last rib. Yeah, you Simple. just na- make a, you kind of hold that gut sack down, yeah. make a little cut, and you can reach in there with your knife and yeah. cut the front of it. And most of them, because, it's, them off because of it. it's warm. Uh-huh. You can like get your fingers if Don't you even reach need a in. Knife. I mean, she you can, you can like pull them out, rip in behind them with your fingers, almost like this, uh-huh. and you just like kind of get your fingers and work them along, and you huh. kind of roll it off, and you don't even need to put a knife in there a lot of the in time. In fact, I think <clears throat> tenderloins taste better when you do it gutless as opposed to after don't you get gut them. I made blood some. On I made some tenderloin from a, for a white from a white tail for my mm-hmm. cousin when I was younger. And uh, he didn't even want to eat venison ever again after that because we gutted the deer and it, we probably didn't wash it up very well. We were at yeah. our cabin, whatever. And I threw him in there and made it and I ate it, but he refused to eat venison for a long time after that. Mm. It tasted like shit, I'm See, sure. Uncle, I don't remember. Uncle comes from Michigan to come up moose hunting. He didn't come up last year because he decided he'd wanted to go on a Q, uh, an Australian cruise for his 35-year or 25-year wedding anniversary, whatever the loser. So... <laughs> God forbid. Yeah. God forbid you have fun. I know, right? So he goes on this Australian cruise instead, and his wife won't eat like venison steaks. She'll eat venison burger mixed with other stuff like pig fat, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever they mix it with. I don't know. Pork. But when we when he brought back moose steaks from his first moose, she loved it. Yeah. She, but she don't want to eat venison steaks. She'll eat moose and caribou steaks, but not venison That's steaks. That's odd. Dear, I did a like a little taste test with a couple of my friends a few years ago, mm-hmm. and I had five or six, maybe even seven different kinds of meat. Some of it's in and people's I, heads. And I I made you know sa- the same way all of it, cast iron, piece of butter, mm-hmm. uh, about thirty seconds on each side, salt and pepper. That was it. And the and I had whitetail as well, and the whitetail was so unbelievably more tender than anything in huh. there. Between bighorn sheep, doll sheep. Do um, you? 
Well, Moose see, caribou. like this buck that I got mounted on the wall, like, yeah, yeah, it was okay. The, the one I, cheap, the white tail I had was from Montana, well, living like, on farm country. It was the, a good when I was deer. down in when I was down in Colorado <clears throat> in December. Aaron cooked up some of his like, or cooked on the grill that like bacon wrap. Oh, it's Alabama oh, dough backstrap. I bet that was good. It's unbelievable. So the do you know the age of the ages and how quickly they die to the animals in your taste test? There, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, because I've. It, not everybody agrees with me, but I think there's a lot that goes into an animal's age, its and I, rut oh, status, sure. and, I, well, and, yeah. and how to, quickly to, the damn thing dies. Well, to to some extent, I would agree with uh, how the how fast the animal dies. The other yeah. thing I would say is, uh, I don't believe that age necessarily plays a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, me personally, what I've shot and ate and whatever, I think it has a lot to do with how that person takes care of the animal that's once huge. it's down. Huge. And anybody that's killed an animal around me that I'm planning on, you know, that I need to take the meat out, so, uh, you know, pretty much everything. I'm pretty anal about how I'm taking care of it. Yeah. That that shit is going in the game bag as mm-hmm. clean as possible. Mm-hmm. It's not being set on a rock. Uh-uh. It's not being set on, on, on the gravel bar. It's not being set on tundra. It's being set on a fucking game bag, mm-hmm. and that meat is going to be taken care of mm-hmm. because I'm going to eat it. But, I, I, but I, I've had other people give me meat, you know, like, hey, have a quarter or whatever, and I look at it, I'm like, what did you fucking do? Drag it behind the four-wheeler? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you, and, and you probably all know exactly what yeah. I'm talking about. But I would never ever want to give away meat that looked like that. Uh, so I I, I <laughs> ate know? a lot of moose and caribou growing up out in the village. That I I only ate because I didn't want to be hungry. It didn't taste good like the meat I've brought home myself. Right. There was so much hair and dirt, and that, it's so, a different yes, mindset. It is, and that, and not not to say that um, that natives don't know you know what they're doing because they certainly do. They but do. I watched them take care of a, a muskox. <laughs> <laughs> and so did Tyler and holy Moses. It's it's almost it was, like a, was, a complacency I mean, due you to Oh, I remember okay. exactly what you're talking okay. about. I just yeah. I didn't want to be like on this island here yeah. Nick's no. like these guys don't know what they're talking about, but it was <laughs> Well and and I don't know. I'm what? sure a lot of it is is the individual person sure. to you know, because you hear well like my dad's the first was the first one we killed on that trip. Right. Brought it back. You didn't run them, did you? Well, of course not. We didn't right. run them, right. you know, whatever. Well, and then, you know, we get yours and we get Frank's. And then the first, you know, the local guys that, I don't know whether they were from there or one of the other villages or whatever, first thing they do was run the thing for a mile till it quits running. Oh, boom, sure. Boom, exactly. And then yeah. while we're cutting one up. I, yeah. I'm just saying uh, if, if someone wants their meat to taste good, you, it all starts from that very first cut. Take your time. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it starts at the first, shot. Well, it's, or before the shot. If sure. you shoot a, an animal that has no idea you're there. Of course. And you plug him, he falls over dead, and you do everything right after that as yeah. well. I, uh, you're, you're getting your best chances of good chasing and meat. Right, and but... All that, all that aside, you you don't. I mean, sometimes you have control over taking care of it right away. But yeah. As far yeah. as the shot goes, but you always have control over how you take care of the meat. Yes. So, yes. And you know, I, I like nice, clean meat, and I'm sure everybody most, else does yeah. too. I share so much of it. I'd hate to give away some meat to somebody that tastes like dog shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. then you know, 
A lot of the people I give meat to are, are non-hunters. People, I was just going to say. Yeah, non-hunters. non-hunters. Thing, a lot of people I... It's like when you hand that stuff off, you got to like decide who you're giving it to. Yeah. Because a lot of people, that either turns them in the right way or the wrong way. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's important. That meat, those two hindquarters you just gave me and that goat were... Yeah, and that was so clean. taken care of on the side of a mountain. Yeah. And we just did it right and it was just yeah. fine. But I cranked both of them out. That's my first dealing with goat too. No steaks, all like, grind. Uh, grind and a few roast, mm-hmm. but I was like, these little things. Yeah, they're, you know, their <laughs> hind quarters are tiny. Yeah, not a lot of in meat comparison animal. to most animals, right? they're, they're tiny. From actually, like a lot of you know, like your average nanny goat, smaller mm-hmm. hind quarters than a sheep. They may. I don't know, like a nanny weighs, I'd say less than a big ram, than a mature ram. Sure. That's cool. In the, you know, in it, the, I would say In that, that book, it, he breaks down like age of rams. And then the, the size. In the rampage, the one, yeah. two, three, he breaks down like age of ram and exactly what they what should the, weigh. What they what should weigh, weigh, what the size of it is. like a book I should read. Mm, well, except it's, it's going to take you about a year to read it because yeah, there's three, three volumes. Oh. But at any rate... He breaks down weight of rams, and I amazingly just was down hanging out with Skip and talking about, well, you ever weighed a ram whole? You ever got a chance to, like, get one to where you could weigh it? And how much do you think they actually weigh? And what Skip was talking about, and then I look at the books at your house the other day. Was it right? It was, like, within a couple of pounds <clears throat> well, mature, of mature what they ram, both eight, said. Yeah. nine-year-old ram, what, 175, 180 pounds, or even more? Uh, it's like... 250, too high, 200, 300. Oh, way off. Yeah. No shit. Like, really high numbers, which... That's odd. That's caribou. That's odd. I don't know that I 100% agree, but both Skip and what it says in the book was way higher than I ever would have guessed. But... I mean, I would have figured... A big mature rams like two hundred, two twenty five. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I figured that would be the top. End. In the because I've killed some nice white tails that are one hundred seventy five, you know, two hundred pounds, and they they look a little bit bigger. Yeah, so I don't know, different, you know. And the, and the thing is, is if you say, okay, this eight year old or this nine year old weighs X amount of pounds, well, it doesn't mean that the one standing right next to didn't him weigh is more gonna, or less. Or didn't weigh more or less exactly. Yeah. So. Um, well, I mean, you think about temple. like horsing around, like remember horsing that one around, like, yeah, I mean, he was, we're looking at the Rams in my office, <laughs> quote, I mean, unquote, they're office. kind of pain in the quote unquote office. It's more office than I got. It really is. I'm pretty jealous. I mean, they're kind of a pain in the ass to freaking move around. It's not like a big, yeah. like, big mature billy goat. Temple's already bringing the 338, so why not throw Fuck a little no. scale in there? God damn it. Pulleys. Should be easy. I am not bringing that damn brownie. <laughs> Although I will I say. I love that rifle. I love that rifle. You probably weigh him pretty if easy. If I got like eight, right spot. eight to ten miles of climbing line and I splice it together, you can just like pull on <laughs> all the way from the vehicles. <laughs> we'll hook on to stuff and we'll just winch it back to the trucks. <laughs> <laughs> Although... It's funny, like hair, you know, even looking at pictures of that sheep, mm-hmm. how freaking long this cape is. Oh, that's late. 
Late sep- Ram. Like September 12th, It I think. changes hugely from, you know, 10th, August 10th to end of September. Yeah, he was to the 3 end. o'clock in the morning, August 10th. Jeez. Nothing left. There's skin. Very, very short hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're in for a treat, Temple. You get to go <laughs> yeah. sheep hunting in a pretty damn good spot. And cheap. A I cheap am, spot. I am terrified yeah. and you know? exhilarated at the Which same time. Which is pretty cool. So, well, a cheap think, about it, think about it this way, Temple. If you do not quit, you will kill a nice ram. I ain't quitting. That's good advice. If you do not quit, yeah. it's going to suck. It's going to be, like, don't, it's not going to come easy. Like, there's a lot of people that think you draw a tag, oh, it's going to come easy. And every once in a while for someone that does, you get, like, the guy you talk to that, oh, walk oh, yeah. two miles up or a mile up yeah. the drainage and, and kill one. That shit's not normal. That's but, like the people But that- still, you, like, you do not quit. You freaking give it a solid effort and you will kill a nice ram. I'm, I ain't quitting. That's like and the then I'm going to give you shit because I'm freaking jealous. <laughs> That's like the people that shoot moose off of four-wheelers. <clears throat> it doesn't happen, except that it happens every year. It just ain't the same people every year. I don't know. Our it's little, the same goddamn thing. Our people little shoot honey sheep hole. off four-wheelers every year. Mm-hmm. You just don't hear about it. Mm-hmm. It happens. There's plenty of areas in the state where that a legal ram gets shot with some guys like, oh, just shut her off and perfect rest. Shoot a ram. Yeah. Not, a I'm not saying I, w- I wouldn't do that. I'm saying I wouldn't I would. want to cheapen the experience. By I would doing feel that. like that was che- that's well, why cheating. You had already killed one. Not, not so much. You had the opportunity to. I do wouldn't it. feel like I, it's cheating. I'd feel like my experience was cheapened, and I'm not going yeah. sheep hunting to. I could have thrown a spear through a fully legal <laughs> eight year old ram beyond full curl <laughs> after I had already killed a ram, and I was like. I just hiked for like <laughs> ten straight days, <laughs> and then I leave, go back, process the meat, do well, everything with no... fishing game, go back to go hunt caribou, and here's a ram standing. Well, I'm sitting on my four wheeler. I was like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is bullshit." <laughs> well, that was no fucking joke either, because that was like, I, how many days was it in that we killed it? We were out for like. Oh, Fourteen long, or long fifteen time. days. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't I kill. It. one. We worked hard no, that was to get the didn't. ram that I killed, and then yeah, exactly. And then I because even this killed. this ram eluded. How us. many was we spent three or four days trying to get even this before ram. I killed the ram I had? I yeah. spotted that ram, and I was like, oh yeah, oh that's a shooter. But Killer. remember when we first saw that ram with his group? Is there was was it four of them total? Coming down that ridge and out on that side ridge mm-hmm. from like, you know, a mile and a half, two miles away. And we kind of kept them. Oh, it's epic. It's epic to shoot a ram the year after you've first seen them. And know and for you a fact actually it's know that it's the exact yeah. same and, sheep. And there's no way that you can mix that one up uh, with another one. No way. No. Well, no. I've, got, I've got video of that ram sitting on top of those fucking rocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and we're... Well, before, see, because even when he was sitting up there. That's the whole time. We're like, we're like, all right, well, as soon as they bail off those rocks, we'll jump, we'll run down there. Well, that video footage is all after I had killed my ram. All no, that really good when no, they're up no, in those rocks. No, that's before. That's because 
the first that's because when we they were, were gonna we wait we were trying to wait for them afterwards to come around that was before you killed yours because yeah we were yeah. you were shooting because you had seen them first when we were cre- creeping down creeping in that down saddle there. yeah and they came up out of the saddle up on these rocks and bedded down we got screwed and stuck. you were gonna and, shoot that ram yeah Frank? he was gonna I shoot was that going ram a couple of days before yeah and yeah, so i was like oh, you should hell yeah which all right, basically all right yours. so we'll we'll get into this whole story <laughs> i'll bring it home tonight <laughs> someone was someone was asking about this story because we'd alluded to this like almost getting well, a fist fight story well yeah because I had spotted this one, and yeah. I spotted yeah. the one that I shot. Well, and well, I, spotted, we, I always spot the ram. Well, see, just <laughs> FYI. <All right. laughs> Boy, am I see, feeling good? I drew the tag with you. See, I don't. <laughs> e- I don't even know who. You know, whether it was you or me. Whether it may have been you spotted him coming down that ridge, then oh, out on that. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> well, so he, you know, they get it, and we kind of kept tabs on these ones for a few days, and we're sorting out. Like what's over here, and then, all right, we got to move. We got to fucking go back over here, and we we're coming back over. And Frank actually sees these rams come because we've been keeping an eye on them. On the, they've been hanging out on this ridge that comes out into this basin, and uh, been keeping an eye on them from where we were at because we saw them come out onto that ridge from wherever they had been, and. Uh, They'd been running the same. We area. come they out going and anywhere. Frank sees like sees the first sheep down in the saddle coming up out like they'd been feeding down low, coming back up to bed. And if they had just if literally if they had just not gone this way and gone this way, which I've seen sheep in that same area, instead of going this way, come go way thought go this way. That ram, I would have shot a year before he was killed, and I wouldn't have shot the one that I have at my house hanging on the wall. That's how many things would have happened. So so these rams, they get up there, and they climb up on these rocks and and fucking bed down. They're posted. We're stuck. Can't move. We finally did, though. We're sitting there, and while we're sitting there, I look over... And this is part of the story for the guy who emailed asking, like, with this fist ram we almost got a fist fight over. <laughs> We're sitting there watching this ram that's hanging on my freaking wall. The double broomer for anybody else. Yep. Yeah. Up on this, like, rock outpost. We're just pinned down. Well, I, look, I look like miles a, I look away. like a mile, mile and a half away up in this other basin. I see one sheep walking across that. I throw the spot scope on the tripod. Remember, I was like, I remember very specifically. I'm like, all right, now that's a ram. I was like, that's a fucking ram. This good freaking guy, try, you know, walking across this basin. All by himself? All by himself. It looked at that like point, at that was way more than a mile away, though. Yo, oh, yeah, but yeah. I'm like, man, that's a freaking sheep. Yeah. I remember saying that specifically. So... This ram and his three buddies get off this rock, all these pinnacles. As soon as they bail off, I'm like, let's get up there to the base of those rocks and we'll freaking, we'll, we'll poke up in there and we'll see him and we'll kill him. Negative. Not happening. We what, saw a wind all, happen or something? No. We saw all three of the other rams. But not him. Some of, what, 
That one two was of like, them we had within 50 yards of us. Oh, no. That one was more like 25 yards away. Are where you was talking he? About the right one? in front of it, Not him. Are you no, talking where about was the he? little ram that you had on video that you had to you couldn't move because he was looking right at you? No, he no. There's different. There's different. one that was shitting right in front of us. And yeah. Frank's like he's spilling the beans. Where where did that one go? It's like twenty. He never we showed, never saw him. Never saw him again. He is, wasn't tucked in something. That, he was somewhere up no. there. Is is this the Houdini? Ram? No, 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 totally no. different. Okay. Get with the program, um, Temple. <laughs> <laughs> but. No, like we nothing though. We it couldn't push up no. there in the rocks, it got dark. and we see one ram, no and when we see the other two, like we see another ones up there, like a hundred yards. Yeah, and then this other one pops up like fifty. We never saw him because Frank so you, was going to shoot it. Yeah, so just back out. So we had to wait. We wait till it got dark and backed out. Got to our tent. Didn't spook him. This is Didn't what it comes him. down to. A lot of guys are. It's your day. It's my day. It's your day. It's my day. No, whoever it's, spots them, got them. That's I. That's how too. I'm rolling. And I'm glad Tyler rolls like that too, because yeah. I spot all of them. Oddly <laughs> <laughs> enough, that's kind of how it's been with myself too. But I don't, I'm not one to brag Dr. about Schultz it. Doctor Schultz is pretty good. Doctor yeah. Schultz is pretty good on the glass. I so. remember looking at one, one of your posts at one time. I don't do any social media, but I looked at one of your posts that said something like, "If you ever go hunting with this guy, look, you're mm. never going to shoot anything <laughs> before him." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all about the who spots it gots it. Yeah. I like making John go on a water run while I glass shit like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> John called me today. I know we talked yeah, about that. Yeah, what this. happened there? Oh, I just sometimes I like the your dick is what it is. No, I, I, yeah, I like he, John. I needs, has, you got to keep him on his toes. So, so he I. Was, yeah. This it is was, John shirts we're talking yeah. about. It was a number I didn't recognize, and I just refreshed my ad for my mud motors on Craigslist, so I thought, ooh, ooh, I'll answer the phone. This is Temple. And he goes, uh, is is this Cliff? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's Temple. <laughs> so we had an interesting conversation after yeah, that, yeah. during which we concluded you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny he said he sent me a message we're out there shooting bow he's like yeah, i found out temple's got a, a thousand cc viking i'll really blow your hair back <laughs> it will no, but it will. when it's that, not stuck you gotta you were fucking with john yeah so john had these elaborate plans to go do something tomorrow and i'm like dude that's not gonna work blah 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 and i was trying to like talk him off the ledge and then, <laughs> and then so like, like a couple hours before he called you i'm like did you hear about the Delta Sportsman Show this weekend? And John's got his chart, you know, his yeah, dip net and charter <laughs> business, and, which the Delta Sportsman Show does not exist. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I'm like, why don't you get a booth there? I heard they're free. <laughs> wow. And, yeah. So anyhow, I let it go on a little bit, and I I got our other buddy Riley kind of into it too. Like he was in on the joke, and then I'm like, whose number can I give him? <laughs> <laughs> that he wouldn't that he wouldn't that he wouldn't have in his phone that he wouldn't have in his phone right now and tell him that that's the guy to call for a booth and shit I call him and not 10 minutes late or as soon as I sent that I didn't think he'd actually call the guy I thought he knew I was fucking with him but we had him going good but then 10 minutes later he's like you fucker I just had a, I just had a nice conversation with Temple I'm like oh yeah. anyhow oh, that was funny <laughs> yeah I thought so Oh, very funny. <laughs> but yeah, so but, well, yeah, so this sheep, Frank did not kill this sheep that night. 
And uh, I still consider it mine. <laughs> I know you spotted him first. I know where it's at. <laughs> I was just fucking with you, man. And then, uh, so what it was the next day or whatever, we're like, all right, well, we'll leave these ones alone. Let's go. I don't know what made it. We spotted, there's two sheep that were spotted. There's a, like, there's a kind of bunch of using lambs on but one side but, but it was let's, like we, you spotted but we had decided let's go up the ridge farther yeah. into you know look yeah. into some other like other country parts of this basin yeah and i spotted the group of sheep no but you you were looking at yeah yeah let me get to, there i'll get there <laughs> right on i'll get there <laughs> i just right. want to point so, out why you fucked we, up <laughs> and i did and i did so you know, and I'm motioning with my hand. We work our way around this ridge line, peek down. I'm like, oh, shit, there's a bunch of sheep down there. All right, so, and granted, hindsight, I see the group of sheep. Lambs and ewes. I get first deal on the spots, first dibs on the spot and scope. Set the thing up. All right, lambs and ewes. All right, nothing to see there. Look over. Oh, there's a couple of rams. Uh, let's look. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're legal. These two rams cross the canyon from all the lambs and ewes. Yeah. All right. About 20, like 15, 20 minutes on no, the scope. I was like, yeah, near was, half an hour. Fu- and I'm fucking. It was legit. Chomping. Oh, man. I would have been freaking the fuck out. And that's why I bring my own so, spine scope. So, <laughs> so give the scope to Frank. I'd have found that fucking. Because I've already found like a couple sheep up here. Like. He's looking at Wouldn't these it drive you nuts? and those, and I'm looking at well, these oh, and so those other sheep over I feel, here. I feel like, like I'm just like, oh, so, all right. So, it's fine. All right. I, I right. work through it. <laughs> all right, Frank. Here's the scope. Not 30 fucking seconds. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, what kind of wow is that? It's like, oh, I found a corker. I was like, right in with the fucking ewes and lambs, in the where they're not supposed to be, right in the middle of all of them. <laughs> that I just blazed over. I'm like, up, oh, there's not going to be any rams there. So three. I'm looking at these two right now on the hill. There was three in there. There was three legal rams. Well, there was stu- this one, and and then that another one that age legal. From and the one that I shot. Yeah, the one you shot, like from a mile and a half away, it's like, oh, yep, he's legal. Yeah. You know, I mean, no, just no one of those that I couldn't see his that, eyes. You know, <laughs> like on the one side, I was oh, yeah. like, holy shit. <laughs> no, I can't sit up there at glass and and with somebody else with a spying scope and meet me that way. I could hear it was like sticking a needle in a balloon <laughs> when I was like, oh wow. <laughs> Tyler's like. What kind of wow was that? And it was like me going, <laughs> sticking a fucking needle into a balloon in the air, just like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's where I knew I I, I screwed up. Well, whatever. And so, but then, but then I start, and I guess this is the rationalization of my mind. Is like. Well, I saw that fucking thing last night when we were chasing a ram for him. You think it was him? Oh, I know it was him. He? Do you think, Frank? I, dude, it was him. Maybe. But no, but, but maybe. But, it's a maybe. It's getting Who the fuck knows? I think it's a maybe. I don't. I have no idea. It could have been. You can't tell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Who the hell yeah, would yeah, know? You can't tell. You. you who? <laughs> It was it was him. Not but that, my but, problem. But, but, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So Tyler didn't give up the gun for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck's sake. There was definitely like, there was a long conversation on the side of the mountain about how the whole thing was going to break down. And I bet the conversation would have gone a lot differently if a guy would have said, that ram's 37 inches. The conversation yeah. would have been totally different. I that, thought, he was I thought over 40. it was way over forty inches. Anybody Myself. that looked at that ram and didn't notice if they you know wouldn't have taken notice that it didn't drop down low yeah. and looked at it, you're like, that's over forty. It's our a beautiful whole, sheep. Our Just, whole conversation, our whole deal would have been totally, totally different. It wouldn't have mattered. But at the end of the yeah, that ram to both <laughs> of us after I saw, I thought it was a crank. Like, I thought it was over crazy. forty. It is no a cranker. Question. It's like curling yeah. a quarter. Yep, but it's tight off the top of his head and it's low on its chin it's not it doesn't drop below its chin it's you know it's right there i mean he's almost as just, impressive as the ram i shot in toke last year without the mass yeah without yours yeah, had mine mass has mass. Yeah. yeah it's got a lot of mass to yeah. it because you know just where it came from but um from a mile and a half away you're like oh shit yeah like, immediately oh, I, you know yeah. and you know when i first like swept through with a spotting scope and looked at it i was like holy shit like i could see i could see that on his one side because he's broomed he's broomed his year first year off on one side and his other side comes through but i could see where it's like cutting his you know cuts uh-huh. his horn off so it carries well you know through when you look at him and it's like Holy shit! Like with, I mean, in seconds, I was like, "Oh my god, look at that sheep! There's a beautiful ram." I know that's legal. <laughs> yeah, right and, in the middle of the lambs and ewes. And immediately, you know, and I'll, you know, we we can both tell this story because, you know, there was a lot of, it was quickly right then we were like, we got to move because we didn't know where they were, what was going on, what they were gonna do, kind of thing. We learned a lot afterwards, but. The whole situation was, we're going to move. And we have to move right now because, you know, sheep, they move, you know, kind of thing, unless they're in specific situations. They, they in, put in themselves places. in a very vulnerable spot. Yeah. So we boogied. And I'm thinking to myself, mm, okay, we're getting close. But we had moved like a mile and a half. Mile. Dude, I had the mile one and rifle. Half. He had the rifle. And... We were moving and moving and moving and moving and moving and moving. And I'm like, we just got to burn over this, you know. We're going to get down to a certain point where all we have to do is just hop over this ridge. And they're all going to be right there. Right there. And we got down to that point where we had stopped a couple of times. We had water and, you know, ate. And we were like, looked around, glassed around to make sure that they were still in the same place kind of thing. And... I still didn't have the rifle, and I was kind of like, well, we got to the point where it was, Do or die. I kind of thought, like, <clears throat> we were close, and you had, the rifle was in your hand. You'd taken yeah. it off your backpack, like a maybe a stop before or something yeah. like that, and you had it in your hand, and I was like, so how's this going to play out? I was, you know, what's going to happen here? And that's when we had the old come to Jesus moment <laughs> on the side of the mountain <clears throat> where... That ain't no joke, neither. No. You wanted to shoot it. I spotted it. And I was, you know, I told you how I felt. You told me how you felt. And 
you adhered to the pre-agreed rules. Yeah. Spotter shoots it. Pretty much is how it came, what it came down to. And I think very specifically, the words that I said was, if it's, I said, friends are hard to find. Very hard to find when you're an adult. Yeah. And I would rather have you shoot a ram than lose a friend. If that's what it's going to come down to. I think that like more or less words, I think that that's pretty much what I said. I was like, if you think that you deserve to shoot that ram, go ahead and shoot it. I'd rather have a friend than a ram. And you were just like, whatever, man, here's the gun. You spotted the fucking thing. Shoot it. You know? Yeah. And that's what it ended up coming down to. There was definitely, it was, was there was tension on the side of the mountain, but... I was like, you know, I'd much rather any day of the week have a friend than a fucking animal hanging yeah, yeah. on my wall nope, that's... any day of the week. And Tyler handed me the rifle, and he was like, you spotted it, man. I've looked over those rams ten times, or those sheep, that group of sheep, ten times, and I didn't see them. And I was focused on those other animals, and you found them, and it proceeded. So yep, and it was freaking great. It was and it was awesome. a good decision. It and like yeah, a great time. Was, yeah, it worked no, out it the was, way. It was, it was the right it was really decision. Cool. It was all on yep. you know, we got the whole thing on video and the whole thing p- played out awesome. You know, yeah. the whole thing worked out just like any sheep hunt that you couldn't even pay to have it work out as oh, perfectly yeah. as it did. Well, but, then his ram was with a. Well, plus I was thinking of how there was a couple. There was two rams. There was two there legal, were legal rams with, with him with that ram, and then while we're butchering the ram that I shot, another illegal ram comes down. One of the original two that he had spotted came walking down Jeez. and was like walked right up to us. So why, why? 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 I just couldn't do it. I was like, it wasn't what you wanted that? Yeah, that year, that particular. Thing I wasn't what I wanted, and I was just like, "No, I'm not gonna." Which hindsight, I'm kind of kicking myself in the ass because I I want one of the yeah, and he was freaking right there. I don't know who I was just talking to somebody. I don't think I'd ever I, I wouldn't shoot one. I'm, but when he I've when got he got enough, yeah yeah when he got <laughs> enough of them at, that that I'm like point. you know that would like. Yeah. You know, call me They're a trophy cool. hunter, but like no. that would help you, the, the collection pretty well. What's that? You would shoot it. one, right? Oh, fuck yeah. In a second. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. In a second. Yeah. I nearly shot a spike moose last year. Oh. I couldn't tell him from a Dude, cow. Dude, I don't give a shit yeah. on moose. If it's got, if it's brown, it's down, man, yeah. with yeah. antlers. Is, is it, is it, is it that different with a sheep? What? What does that for you? Having never hunted sheep. I don't know. It was weird. Well, in that that year in particular, I was like, I'm going to shoot a big one. I remember. Or I'm yeah. not going to shoot one at all. Yeah, well, you... And you, I passed up and he that... he stuck right to his, yeah. what he said, because we had seen rams fighting. There was a legal ram then. Yeah, that... I mean, the lead ram of that group was a nice ram. Yeah. <clears throat> this ram, you know, I may, may not have shot. I don't know. And... But I was like, I want. I had like a particular ram in mind. I wanted a freaking big one, you know, a cranker. That, that one was from the year prior. Tallest. Yep. 
That was from the year prior. Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. That one. Unbelievable. Yeah. And then I'm like, I want a cranker. Basically, I had in mind what I saw when that situation the crank had spotted. I was that, like, that That's situation the... took our friendship from right here to like that. Of course, like <laughs> that shit. No, makes there's no doubt about people, it. Because you learned like, you could work through shit. Yeah. There yeah. was, you know, like the whole shit that he's called the come to Jesus moment on the side of the mountain, whatever you want to call it. Like, in my mind, like I can hunt with him forever for the rest of my life. Yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't easy. No. Like, it never is. It's for like, because I'm running through my whole justification, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, well, I saw him last night. Well, did Frank see like see him with the naked eye before I saw him with the spot and scope last night? Is it the same ram? You know, uh, like I I think it's the same ram, but ultimately it's like it's not worth it. You know, and I was just as ha- as soon as I gave the rifle to him, like who gives a shit? I was then? Yeah, just was as good, happy good, to watch yeah, him good, plug good that sheet. Yeah. Hell yeah! No, that's good. You know, I mean, it was a freaking unbelievable hunt talk about walk your ass off <laughs> holy shit holy oh hell yeah that was a long trip that one yep and i i mean that still because that was the first year in like seven or eight years that i didn't kill one that's yeah. weird weird walking out without one and yeah, that's all on video like the, the, the whole thing is videoed oh yeah yeah kind of i mean that's Kind of what happens sometimes. You can't really do much about it. You give it your all, and maybe you don't get what you wanted. Yeah, well, you know, I, mean, I don't know. You know, on one hand, it's not the same as not killing one because you're you're missing out on the some of the the agony of packing one out and that that part of it. But you know, had at least what was it? It was three in range. So so after we ki- after Frank kills this one. We shift back over to this ram that's hanging on my wall right now. And what we spent a couple days like trying because never saw him again. Three, no, 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 we saw him multiple times. Oh, yeah. So, like three days we we spent. We were camping two days or three days? Three, I think think three 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 days. days. Yeah. We tried to kill this ram. So, he was (laughs) the, yeah. What? We were camping. We were camping. So when we first saw him, they came off this main ridge line out onto a ridge line that goes into this basin. We were camped on the main ridge line where that ridge line cuts off and goes in. So we had them knew where out, they come right? knew they're out hanging on this ridge line, but we'd have to move up or down to be able to locate them so we could see far enough down that ridge, that side ridge line. If this make any sense, sure. And what a couple days of like holding up one day because what they'd been doing in the We'd evening. weather one they, of in those the evening, three days. In the evening, yeah, weather one day. <laughs> but in the evening, they would move around to our side, like, like our end a, of that ridgeline. Into ridge a line, saddle. Into a saddle. Yeah. So one night, I'm like, all right, well, they're going to get up and feed over into the saddle. So I'm like, all right, let's just wait there for them. And when they feed around the hill, we'll shoot them. Didn't happen. They didn't come. What did we sit? What did we sit in the other side of that saddle for? Like nine straight hours that Something day. Something like that. That just thinking. Like literally nine 
friggin' hours. Just waiting for them to us in do a what they pile, had done. Waiting for them to do the same thing they had done for like the two days before. And they didn't do it. And they Jeez. didn't do it that day. Sons of bitches. You know, you yeah. know what happens in nine hours on one of my regular hunts? Yeah. I wake up. I you burn about morning. 80 gallons of gas. <laughs> no, exactly. No, he's got one of them mud runners. I don't yeah. burn super, 80 gallons super in a season, including the truck. In nine hours, I wake up, go hunt, come back, have lunch, take a nap, and I'm thinking about the evening hunt. Yeah. Jesus. What the hell am I getting into here? Yeah. Something else. A lot of patience is what you're getting into. Ugh. Pause. We're doing a pause. Doing a pause. Two hours and holy crap. <laughs> Fletch. Fletch. Come on. This koozie is heavy. That beer is empty and I couldn't tell. Deceiving temple. It is. I'm unaccustomed to drinking with a koozie. Especially an extra tough koozie. <laughs> I hope they got the glue right. <laughs> did I get you that? No, I got that. Who did you get me one? I might have got you one. Yeah. I don't know. You gonna just edit it all this out, or you gonna? Yeah. I'll cut it. I'll cut the the piss break out. <laughs> That's a, that was a massive piss break. We all hit, you know, the old. It's like hit the limit. What you thinking, Frank? <laughs> Where'd you put it? I don't know. You might have. It's over there. Right next to my keys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> where were we at you were talking about all right so well all right we all had to take a simultaneous pee break like women so we were talking about this ram right no yes. they started well, we we're on day what? two we were on day two of that ram sitting in the rock pile because i'm like all right oh if they do the same thing they've done the previous because including because we've been watching, even, pri even prior, prior to, to when you killed your ram, we'd been watching these rams for a week almost. I'm like, same all right, little pile of rocks. That they're they're gonna, they're gonna come around here. So we'll get on here, wait in this pile of rocks. They'll come around the hill. I'll shoot him. We'll be all happy. And they didn't come. 
well, it was like another day. Yeah. And it was, I remember it was socked in, and we finally, like, we went up to Chad's Roost, which we'll have to get into. Yeah. A little bit. Um, up on top of this ridge where you could see around, and finally They're clouds break, and there they are. Way around. Yeah. They're bedded there. Mm-hmm. All right. They're getting up, and uh, they're getting up, and um, all right. So now it's time to move on them. <laughs> Jesus, are you alive? Jesus Christ! I'm al- I Come am on. alive. All right, get Put your, your shit focus, together. Focus. <laughs> so Nick's they, taking selfies. Don't. It shouldn't bother you. <laughs> <laughs> they get up. And I'm like, all right, run down there, like, and and get over, pop over the backside of the ridge, and we'll be able to shoot them. And we, I mean, we hauled ass down there, got down there, got ready, got up, popped up over the side, and what we saw them, they were like six or seven hundred yards down the ridge. Moving away. Moving away. And we kept going, and what, at one point, because there's a bunch of rocks and stuff. At one point, I saw one of them's ass like 40 yards from us. Well, that we had made it a long ways at that point in time. We had made it a long ways all the way up a rock ridge, down over the other side of the ridge. And if you turn it sideways, you get more in there. Jesus, you guys are so <laughs> fucking pathetic. This is bullshit. I sent a photo to my wife because Fletch, you, you know, whatever. <clears throat> Y'all fuck off. I'm going to stop talking and just start taking pictures of myself. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. So, yeah, we... <laughs> you were we, like, like, I'm going to tell you something, but... It man, was just one of those, like, Hail Mary deals where you're like, all right, we're just... They did the same thing day, day after day after day after day, and then the day that we Wanted decided to go we're going to project on what they've done every single day, they didn't do it. So, I mean, it's hunting. Yep. 100%. Yep, yep, yep. You know, it's exactly the way it works. Animals are animals, and they're, they're going to do, do whatever what the hell do. they're going to do. Once when you think you it. got them and figured out. That day that we decided, okay, let's screw this. Not Let's not wait on them. We'll rip around the backside of this ridge and come in on them. They decided we're blowing off this Was there any way that your ridge. wind or something? No, no way. No, nothing. No way... In any way, shape, or form, did our well? Wind we saw or that anything. we we saw that I saw that one's ass like literally forty yards down the hill from one us. of the smaller ones. We that sat was down, with unbuckled that our pack, <clears throat> unbuckled our packs, and kind of start stood up. Started like, where is he? And then the next time we saw him, he was like three or four hundred yards down the hill. And we look over and. him and the two other Rams are walking up the next ridge line. They're already like they mile just, and a half, two miles. They moved at that a mile away. While we saw the one that you're saying that was like yeah. forty yards away, yeah. those other ones had already bailed and were already gone. And we're like running this ridge, and it's all of a sudden pinching off, turning not into a ridge anymore. And there's no cover. There's no way that sheep are going to be there. And we've checked it all out. Sure. And all of a sudden, Tyler says, well, there's sheep over there, and they're walking straight away from us. And they had gone down, back up again, and they're headed across a whole nother ridge line. And that was him. He was gone. They were 
easily a mile and a half, probably closer to two miles already at that point in time, gone. Which, and like we tried another away from us. Even after that, we tried another day or two days yeah. trying to find him again and could never find him. We finally we're almost out of food. We just barely had enough food to get back to the back to the four wheelers, like yeah. twenty eight miles away or whatever Jesus. it was. We were we had gone walked a long ways. We kept every day. I'm like, holy shit! We're just <laughs> keep walking further and further and further away. So. Probably a question most people don't get asked, but um, how did you feel hunting after you had shot one, and then trying to go knowing you're like okay, you're not up, that type of feeling, you know, oh, like man. damn. No, I know, I love, I know, I love it too, but there's yeah. relief. It's it's a lot. It certainly some relief, but there, there's also like you know, did you guys stash the meat somewhere? Did you, what, I don't you, find. Like, we so There's we had, like a, we, lot had of things a, that... we had a base okay. where we were staying, and I had both of us had built a spot in the rocks where the meat was secure. And every night we came, every morning I'd wake up, I'd roll all the meat. So like you came back to the around. same place. We were coming back to the same place oh, every evening. All right, I thought we were like out and back and out and back. Okay, and that's a lot of work. And then, but and then from where our camp was, it. You know, it's twenty yeah, yeah. something miles okay. back to where the four wheelers are, and then another eighteen or twenty miles away. You yeah. know, kind of thing. Because so in some country, you can't. You're going to want to keep pushing deeper and deeper, and you don't. You don't necessarily like come back I, I, each time. Yeah, you take your camp with you. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, this is not. We well, were see, we were just pushing that, out each day. Okay, like and coming, further and further and further and like going and going and, pretty light if you kept coming, all your shit in your exactly, tents and stuff. Yeah. All right, but the meat was, you know, everything was. I mean, that meat is was I, awesome. I was the just saying, like how uh, yeah. When you when you got two guys and one guy shoots a ram, mm-hmm. you still want to get the other guy a ram. You got obviously not carrying that thing. Yeah, of course. Hundred percent. And you know, typically you're not going to be carrying around your ram or, or while you're hunting, and so you're just yeah. inefficient. But at the same time, you also have to, you know, if you if you want to push on deeper, you, you got to figure out something to do with that meat for a little while. Well, you know, for several would, days. You know, bring it. You know, pull it out at night. It and sounds we, like you guys had a great little camp spot yeah, where you could fine. do it. Yeah. Yeah. You so. know, and but but think about some other areas you've hunted where. Maybe from where you were camped, like you're, you're not going to be able. You've, you've seen all the sheep in that area. You, like, you need to move. Well, see, all right, well, that you know I mean? the first time we ever hunted together. Frank right, killed exactly. his ram on opening That's, day. We brought it back to our little we like, hung spike it. camp, yeah. and you submerged, like, put it in dry sacks. Yeah, that's right. And exactly. Submerged it in the river. Okay. Good. And left it there. I mean, you're you're taking a chance anytime, whether you bury it in the rocks or you you're leaving it, leave it yeah. submerged. You know, and, and it ended up being just fine. Yeah. But we well, when we left colder after colder than any meat, probably that first ram that I killed was probably colder meat than I've ever pulled back out of the mountains at any point yeah. in time because it was like dig a hole in the rocks, put it in dry bags, submerge, and typically you would never. People are like, you never put a game eating a trash bag or like anywhere sealed you know you want to keep yeah. it aired out but if you got a couple of days and you know that you have super like ice cold water uh-huh. you can just sink that shit yep put it under 
And it's like putting it in a refrigerator. Yeah. I've done that with a goat before. It worked just fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, bring, I bring contractor bags to do that just in case. No. Yep. You and don't want works. the like you don't want the 100%. treated the treated trash bags. And don't oh God, uh, no. and and don't do it with like fresh hot meat. No. 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 Like Hell that meat no. already you needs to, to be. Cool, you need yeah. to cool, cool it down, air it out. That it's and then natural. You put yep. that hot and meat in a bag. It. I don't care if you submerge yeah. or what you do. It's fucked. Rotten. But literally, yeah. we we you know we sank Frank's meat in the river. And the and, and, the, the, and cape. the cape and, and then went hunting. The cape is different, you know, because I mean, so many times, you know, water obviously promotes bacterial growth, but it's when you get it wet, then let it warm up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've sunk sheep capes in super cold creeks for. We're talking days. about how many miles away from a glacier are we? You know, that's what not it comes that down many, to. Not that like, many miles. We're like only a so close, of miles. Cold so shit. close that the one creek. Cold water. So yep. close that the one creek at like by one o'clock in the afternoon, it's running black from all the silt from the melt off. You know, it's oh, yeah. literally coming up so much during the day <laughs> that it's melting. <laughs> Yeah, but we, when we left Frank, you know, we left Frank's meat and cape in the creek, and we were tearing and burning. You know, we weren't planning on, you know, going up and coming back. We were planning on doing a, a loop, like going up this drainage, right. through a saddle into another drainage, and back down that one. And it just so happened that we, I killed my ram that we thought was the ram that Frank killed. It was like five hundred yards. I, I, I guess yeah. what I what I'm asking is is. It's totally based off wanting to do a loop, because if if you if you got this area that you know, say it's a sixty mile loop or something like that, and you want two people to yeah. shoot a ram, yeah, well, you're probably not coming back to mile thirty or twenty, even no, you, worse, yeah. if you shoot one. And that's where what we were talking about before is we were like, I had brought this back to base camp, and then we were yep. just like ripping out from there, going further. But and, okay. I don't know. You we know, had done some distance you, too, though. You get, even after that, yeah, I mean, that was like seventeen, eighteen miles. Like our starting point was like seventeen, eighteen miles from where we got dropped off. Oh yeah, what the hell? but at some point, it's. I mean, and then we're you know going if you're doing a loop, there. at some point it's going to be suck it up, Buttercup. I know. Yeah. No, I'm. I, you know, because you you got to bring it the rest of the way around. Right. The, but, re- the reason I laughed so hard earlier talking about the melt rising and lowering the yeah. the level of the river. We, I, me and my dad and Frank went out beaver trapping one year, <clears throat> and we watched the water level in the forest, in the forest, <laughs> drop all day. And we thought, all right, me and Pop, we're going to set our tent here in the forest oh. leaves and boom, right here. It'll be safe. It what dropped is, during the day because what, is the, what, what did the white guy say? The white guy said, "I'm sleeping over here on the <laughs> on the road." <laughs> and I said, "The hell with that! There's rocks on the road. I'm gonna sleep over here in the loam." <laughs> white guy's dry. <laughs> brown, so, brown guy's wet. <laughs> no, the floor kept all the water out. So we watched the water drop all day. We set up the tent in the the nice soft forest floor, and the water dropped all day oh, because during. Shit. During the whole night, mop and glow, Ooh, spill the beer. Spill the beer. Because during the night, the the rate oh. of melt decreased during the night. So during the day, the water level dropped because there wasn't Isn't any water. The, I, I'm not trying to say that what you're saying is wrong, but doesn't the water level increase as, a, as, as the a, throughout evening, the day? Afternoon, yeah, because like when we when I book rafting trips, it I was. want the latest trip they so, got. So you, that's I'll, the highest you water. You book rafting Fuck trips? Fuck yeah, dude. That's fun so shit. This, this is all Anyhow, situationally... You know, this the all f- went down at four a.m. But yeah. it, okay, it so, was it was. So that time I woke then. up in the night 
my f- not feeling right. Like, why are my feet floating? Oh, that's, that's why. So I woke up, stuck my head out the tent, and my the floor is floating around my feet. My feet are dry. And this was at four a.m. I don't know. It, it was, should have been during the day. No, no it was. It was. It like was. In, it, in was it was way early morning. In the morning. Way early like morning. So it warms up all day long. Which it means melt more. And the water. It does, yeah, but it takes melts, time to get to the river for the water to come up. Time. Okay. So if you got if you got steep banks, if you got steep mountains right to the damn river, it's going to take the melt less time to get into the river. Mm-hmm. If it's but a, we're out and like we're. I know, I know where you're. Ta- I think I know where you're talking. It's pretty flatty. It yeah. was, it was flat. flatter, and then hills. So yep. it took some time for the water to get into the river. Yep. We watched the water drop for a couple hours during the day while we were setting traps, shooting beaver, and then we come back and we go, "Wow, this is dry now." How it's- many paper towels does it take to soak up half a beer? <laughs> couple, few, and fucking Americans and their paper towels. <laughs> You know, hemp keep, would grow keep, quicker. Keep going, Temple. And so I wake up during the night thinking, why are my feet floating? Oh. So I wake my dad up. We drag our tent over to the road next Where to Frank the white is, guy. Where Frank is, yeah. <laughs> and sleep great on the hard rocks, but dry. And then we, we went beaver trapping, and we watched it for two more days. Rise. That shit got be, scary. Yeah, it'd be high in the morning, low in the <laughs> afternoon, and... Uh, we went through. We went through small channels through the forest, like we literally had through to the forest. Put your boat on a gravel bar because the ice got so thick. The ice got so thick. The debris, the trees, whole trees, not logs, but yeah. whole trees, fresh trees floating down river got there so were thick. Pieces of ice as big you know, as this you know whole the, shop. Nick, I know exactly where Nick, it is. You know where we're at. I know yeah. exactly where. There's it is. pieces yeah. of ice as big as this whole shop. There's a couple times that he put his boat over. We're in the river, and we skipped over ice. pieces of ice. Literally, I mean, really close to the size that like. It was freaking terrifying. The shop, and the boat just goes. That's over just, and back in so the water crazy, man. That's well, crazy talk. So when? So my Scary. question is this: I was fucking nervous. What? When is the best time to cross a creek? The answer is always in the morning. Mm-hmm. And you're, and you're yeah. telling me that but the water was high I'm, in the morning. I'm, but I'm, no, we're talking mm. at four o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock in the morning. I would say high. what you're talking about. I would say like ten, eleven o'clock in the morning is the best time to cross a creek. Yeah, close to a morningish. We're talking difference, though. Wait a minute. We're, are we talking talking about we're talking about talking country country or or and no, mountains too. Let me let me say this. Yeah, what Temple and I are talking about is spring runoff. Yep. And what you're talking about is, is glacier. Um, yeah, you're right. Good point. fluctuation. Good point Frank. of water. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor. Why they Schultz. call you Doctor? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. And I say. Water runoff from snow melt, and you're good. Wait a minute. Water runoff from a glacier, 10, 11 o'clock in the morning. It's going to be the best time to cross cross creeks. Sure. And where Temple and I were, that afternoon is no bueno. You got logs. Oh. You have ice. <laughs> it was, you have. It was and terrifying. Then throughout the evening into like 4 o'clock in the yeah. morning, probably yeah. is when was, your tent was starting to yeah. float yeah yeah 
It was terrifying. I looked at a lot of debris floated up, and I was like, you guys can put your tent wherever you want to, but this road looks dry. Somebody will honk their horn if they want me to move my tent. He was fucking right. I watched Frank shoot a beaver twice with one bullet that trip. Twice with one bullet. Explain that one to me. It was a beaver on the ice. It went in the far head, out the back of the head, and into the hump. The fa- what's the forehead? The forehead. <laughs> the forehead. <laughs> Every now and then I decide I want to speak with a Boston accent. Yeah, I can't yeah, explain yeah. it. The, the forehead. Had to park the boat. <laughs> park the car in the yard. Not I was going to ask you if that was some native stuff. or Khakis? We're talking about pants or car keys? I don't know. <laughs> um. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know either, but the, the most exhilarating hunt I've been on in years was was not one where I, I drove my swamp runners around, which you can see on YouTube, Temple's Long Tail and Fur. It was... <laughs> hey, hey, just keep the microphone at an appropriate distance. Hey, a little closer than that. Was, was last year after moose season... Frank said, hey, can I come over and shoot? I'm like, hell yeah, come on over, shoot. We'll shoot the bows. So we're shooting the bows in the yard. And uh, Aiden, after shooting the target pretty good, he's like, hey, Dad, ask, ask Frank if we, can, if we can go shoot rabbits. Hey, Frank, you want to come with us, hunt some rabbits? Oh. Frank's like, hell yeah. <laughs> so we go stumbling around out in the brush, and we're looking for rabbits, and me and Aiden take turns. At first, trying to shoot rabbits, and I miss a couple times. He keeps blowing stalks. And eventually, we just me and Frank decide we're just going to try to get Aiden close. So we take turns trying to, get, to guide Aiden onto a rabbit, and it just keeps not working out, not working out. They, they won't let it, Aiden get close enough to take a shot. They keep spooking off. And we're making a loop through our neighborhood. We're getting back close to the road. And Frank's got to go. So me and Frank, we're just BSing. He's getting ready to leave. And Aiden says, Daddy, Daddy, there's a rabbit over there. Go shoot it. Go ahead. Go on. Go nuts. So Aiden starts stalking through the brush by himself. Frank walks off. He's heading back towards the house to get into his car. And I didn't even see the shot happen. I so, so wish I could have seen it. All of a sudden, I hear... Daddy, Daddy, I hit it, I hit it. I see this rabbit flopping around with an arrow hanging out of its shoulder. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was the most, it was the greatest freaking damn thing. (laughs) Holy crap. He he shot this rabbit with an arrow I made. uh, Out of a doll from Lowe's. A 516th dowel from Lowe's that I I cut, fletched, and glued glued the tip on. He made a great shot on this rabbit, broke the shoulder, went in, stirred in the heart and lungs, and it was fantastic. That's the, I've gotten to the point where getting other people to shoot stuff is, is more exciting than your own kids, you know? It's fun. Yeah. Aiden was just, it was so damn the cool. Picture for the for your yeah. podcast is a picture of Aiden holding this rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> With a recurve. With a recurve, he shot this thing. A 62-inch recurve. He was seven years old. He's he's shorter than the bow is tall. He slocked that rabbit. Kick ass. I don't even know where we're... <laughs> we never even started going anywhere. Don't even worry no, about we it. we just started talking. 
There's the picture right there. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Oh, I've seen that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Rabbit flopping around. Yeah. Yeah, Temple. It wasn't flopping around very long. He freaking put the crackdown hey, on that yeah. thing. That was a dead Done. rabbit. Twerent going nowhere. No. Twerent. Twerent. Which I was going to bring up. Did you see that? What was it? So recently. I mean, you should be is, pointing at him. This is total side <laughs> sidetrack. I'm about three sheets to the wind. Um you remember yeah, that you see that picture that the gal oh, Facebook controversy oh, Alaska God. like it was some guy parked in like some state parking lot and the human state human rights director saw this oh, sticker on his black on the rifles tailgate, matter black rifles matter yeah. sticker on his tailgate and left him like their card and a note saying. You know, oh, you should, you know, don't park in this parking lot ever again or whatever. It was a state parking lot. Yes, you you saw a, that. It was a contractor doing work in the building, parked his work vehicle <laughs> that he had the sticker on to go work in this building. And the lady leaves her card and a note saying, don't park here. So says I. Her state card. Director of something something human it was like director of human rights or whatever exactly. like, are you fucking kidding me like, so this that's there's a, a there's a state paid job that says director of human yeah. rights yeah well that's so a that's something done levy can cut there's there's oh they're all up in arms about him right now dollars <laughs> yeah. right there he can save so she was using her state power to stifle somebody's freaking speech like it was just a mess it was just a mess but right there. I remember what I, I, I don't know if I messaged you or commented you because there was some thread on on some, uh, which which the I need to just quit the freaking Fairbanks Facebook group because all it is lately is just the, all the, of them. No, try just Facebook <laughs> Fairbanks? Yeah. kidding me? I'm glad I'm the, not uh, part of that one. The Goldstream community keeps me you, occupied well if enough. If you just looked at any of those, you would think it was just freaking kooks that live here. But um, or, that, anyway, that one I think what I can't remember if I texted you or what was like. Like, what'd you say about it only being white ladies offended? Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I remember now. We were talking about how it's always white ladies offended on behalf of other people. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Because because oh. it was some, like some lady was commenting. You know, oh, that's so racist and all yeah. this stuff, and it's uh, like you're a white like. Let people the, should have to take a test to uh, participate in social media. <laughs> there should be a test. Wow, and, I like and, it. And if you if you can pass that test, it'd be then you can have like, the privilege it'd of be down to like two hundred people. Well, I mean, maybe in Goldstream Valley, like fifty people, but. I mean, I would, there's, I, there know, should be like a, a, you know, like competency, like what do you know, what, like, <laughs> how are you going to act, you know, stuff like that, like a test like that. Which will, if you act improperly, we're going to take your right away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you going to be reasonable? <laughs> are you gonna, are you going to think through before you before you post? Which stuff speaking like that? of that, I mean, if you just look, <clears throat> like if you just went and looked at the like the 
the Fairbanks page or the Goldstream page, page. you would think, man, it's nothing but a bunch of kooks that live out here. Can can you you know complete? A thought in in, a, in in like an actual sentence, stuff like Some that. Some of them can; they're can. still wrong, but you know, there are intelligent people on Facebook that, that yeah, can that, still be wrong. Be wrong, sure. Yeah. But I'm, man, I'm so uh, I, I I've been off of Facebook as long circle. as I've been off of Dip. I come full circle. You've been off Dip, but shit. now. Whatever. You had to walk into that. You're whatever now. No, yeah, no. I haven't. Oh, I'm off a of Dip. Uh, I'm off a of Dip, but I'm smoking, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> Fuck yeah! This guy right here, I got a, I got a pouch of Levi Garrett in my truck in my car, and I ain't touched it in months. I ain't spare had a some of that. Yeah. Ah. Now be it. Now, I'm the last person that can criticize someone for nicotine addiction. <laughs> I'm just Holy saying. Holy shit! Facebook but, you know, since Facebook's October. Terrible. I love being not there. Yeah. October. I October. I haven't been on Facebook Sober since October. October. Oh, no, I haven't been on Facebook oh. since October. <laughs> You're not missing all that. I'm not, Frank's just I know like grimacing over I'm here. Fucking pissed. I started <laughs> stupid. I started Facebook to keep in touch with friends and family and share pictures. Then and, it's not and before you know it, you got uh, now it's just freaking. Before you know it, you're pandemonium. Yeah, I I get so angry on there. Temple is pretty inflammatory, I must admit. I so is everyone uh, that is uh, on this uh, uh, Never ending. Inflarity is infl- inflammatory is not inaccurate. However, it does not completely paint the entire picture. I ain't out there poking bears for the sake of poking bears. I'm poking bears because I'm going to eat them. <laughs> All right? <laughs> well, you got that? It's a good, it's a good story. <laughs> I'm not poking any bears. I'm just going to talk shit about everybody that uses <laughs> Facebook. That's fair. Or that is whatever absolutely platform fair. that they use, because I think that whatever the whole thing can... is just self-promotion. 100%. Yeah. It's yeah. bullshit. Speaking of that. Well, some it. use it for self-promotion. Other people use it to bitch and gripe about every little thing that's going on in their life. Mm-hmm. The other people, there, there's a third group that just thinks that everybody cares to know what they're doing at every hour of the day the, all right the, so those are all the second third, what do you fourth, think and i am Nick? people tyler i don't know but <laughs> the worst people on the facebook are the ones that go you're oh not telling God. me like what you're doing every all day every day you're not you're not like oh this is what i'm eating this is what See, i'm drinking i'm going to the gym the, i'm doing like we don't fucking care <laughs> those I are the second we don't fucking care <laughs> Yeah. It was very you're not, satisfying. You're not like publicizing the... like arguments with your significant other or fucking issues with your ex-wife <laughs> or your kids and shit. Like there's shit yeah, that oh, doesn't yeah. belong on yeah. Facebook. Oh yeah. Like but that's it's what not. it's become. That's exactly what it's become. It's the it's just a yeah, fucking Christ. Mhm. Sorry a, Temple, you were onto something and I, I just I, I was, had, but I'm derailed yeah, now. I, I, I had to vent. Golly. <laughs> It yeah. don't matter. No, it's all right. You gotta get, you gotta get Nick to sometimes just just get on <laughs> just a roll. Rile him up. Nick's like in Whatever, a. I I'm in the same boat as Nick. I'm f- like full. The, the whole thing is bullshit. <laughs> it's 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 just. I I have found that for me, it doesn't work. And no, I I would agree. It doesn't work for you, Nick. <laughs> Uh, and the reason what why happens is Nick I'm will sit honest. there and be bored on a few evenings, have about seven or eight beers, <laughs> and, and, and start I'm like start 
telling the truth. Yeah, God forbid somebody <laughs> tell the truth. I never even started. Don't. It's like chewing or smoking. If you don't already, don't. Can't you know, do it. And I don't. I don't think that I've ever posted anything on there that I've uh, regretted. Regretted. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever posted anything on there that that was an an outright lie. And I don't think I nope. ever. I don't think I ever. You know, pointed a finger at somebody that didn't need a finger pointed at them because mm-hmm. what they were doing was not exactly how they were talking about. But you still get that negative feedback from those people because they, for some reason, think that when they show their life to the world, that there should shall be no criticism whatsoever. Mm. And, and they think that everybody is going to agree with what they're saying, even though there are smart people out there that have reason to believe that what you're saying is not quite the way it is and i'll leave it at that (laughs) i don't you know i'm torn with this whole podcast thing yeah because is you know my entire life as social media has started and gained ground and i've been so anti am i just falling into the you could be falling into the line of Right in the same thing, I might as well be on Facebook if I'm doing something no, like this. No, no, no. Don't get carried yeah. away. Whoa, this is much different. Whoa. And I, I, and I realize it is, this, but in just... my mind, it's still a battle. Whereas I'm like saying to myself, you, uh, you could be on the slippery slope, but it's only like-minded people that will listen to this crap. It's yeah. only other consumptive users or those that aspire to be yeah. consumptive users that are going to listen to this. I hope so. Me too, because if the antis ever get a hold of some of this crap that I'm saying, when I run for office... You're never going to be, <laughs> you're you're never gonna be a senator. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen. For office. Trump won. Which, actually, that white tail hanging out around that the corner That was from there, Trump Day. That was from Trump Day. Yeah. Wow. Is, is Trump awesome day, day the day he won? Is that yeah. what you're talking about? You'll win. You'll you'll win. You'll remember that white tail forever. I will remember exactly that white tail where, when, forever. exactly every single bit about it. <clears throat> that whole entire day, <laughs> the pictures of the languishing liberals are hilarious. Well, see, so oh, we do, I was do in camp, really you know, the, get into the, this whole yeah. this, this white-tailed deer, <laughs> this white-tailed deer is the only big game animal I've ever, I've killed outside of Alaska. You were guided. I was guided. Is that your first guided animal That was my ever? first guided animal. <laughs> first got, or only, because there's a difference. First I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight sheep in here three in the house one at the taxidermist a goat here goat there a bunch of Alaska where's my other shit I I, listen to this i've been on one guided hunt in my entire life i came home empty-handed <laughs> <laughs> i've been on one guided got, hunt in the u.s in well i was in the u.s we got I, grizzly no I, i'm sorry i was in canada yeah sorry i was <laughs> in canada <laughs> you we know? got grizzly bears there 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 yeah, whole racks, whole shelf full <laughs> yeah. of skulls. That was the one big game animal I've ever killed outside of Alaska. It was on a media hunt, and it was a moose hunt. <laughs> yeah. Kill a white tail. That's your fucking <laughs> <ain't a> moose. <laughs> I so, just shot it well, too. And it was Whatever funny, walks you know, out, that's legal. 
you know, writing for Outdoor Life, I get I get an email from one of my editors. Hey, do you have a passport? And I just got my passport because they were going to freaking require it for getting on Ileson yep. and Fort oh, Wainwright. Geez. I just freaking got to work. I just got it. So, yep, I got a passport. Well, mine's expired. I was supposed to go on this moose hunt in Alberta. Do you want to go? Oh, shit, yeah, I already knocked one down this year. Let's <laughs> get another go. one. <laughs> <laughs> and so show up there, and right when I get into camp, the weather's like, I mean, there was, like, I don't know, probably foot of snow on the ground, but it, it was supposed to get like 60 degrees or 50 yeah. degrees. I'm like, mm, okay. So we go out, and, and the way they hunt, it's in November after the rut. They track these bulls in the snow, you know, in the timber. You know, there's a lot of. It's Alberta. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, you know, little two tracks Fields through the, through, tracks. through the, through the bush as they call it, or the just woods, timber, whatever. Cut a track. And, yeah, and you cut a bull, cut a track that you think it's a bull and you follow it and they tend to hole up. They don't like to move a lot. They're post rut. So you, they'll track them down and kill them. And we did that for about a day, and then it was like, well, it became pretty apparent that, this, that the snow was going to melt. Right. And no tracks. So I'm like, well, shit, we're going to be looking for stuff we're not going to find. And <laughs> before we're ever down there, I mean, my uncle and my dad had killed nice whitetails in Alberta. I'm like, man, I'd way rather kill, kill a nice whitetail than a freaking another moose. I've tipped, tipped over a yeah. bunch of them. And so we... Uh, was I think it was like it was a first or second night in camp. The outfitter brought in he brought in a set of antlers of like like two hundred three inch. That was two, the shit you sent a picture yeah. to me, and I was <laughs> like, "Did you fucking kill this deer on your first day down there?" I couldn't even believe it. I was like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> yeah, Frank like, sounded white tails for forever. No, the outfitter brings this set of antlers to some local like. 17-year-old kid had killed, like, 207-inch typical whitetail. Just, I mean, antlers, big rounds, Coke cans. Like, the G2s, G3s were just, like, massive, beautiful deer. I was like, I told this kid that was guiding me, I was like, oh, we got to, I got to take a picture of this, send it to my buddy Frank. Said, is this one worth mounting? (laughs) Hell of a buck. Once in a lifetime. I mean, shit, the world record is um, less than that with a bow and just a little bit more than that with a rifle. Yeah. The deer was amazing. I was just like, are you shitting me? You go down there. You haven't even been down there for two days. What? He sent me a picture. Oh, (laughs) just kidding. I didn't shoot this. (laughs) Anyway, but that night, someone, someone else that was down there happened to like pipe up and be like, oh, you know, white tail cost and so i talked to the guy that was one of the was the co- guys at the company that was had kind of bought this hunt yeah. for us i'm like oh what would you think like would it be okay it's like i'll chase moose freaking till the end of, you know till the last day i don't care but like what would you think about me buying a whitetail tag it's like i don't care and so worked like, out all right, good. I'm buying a whitetail tag. And so yeah. we were we were deer hunting after that. No, it and worked out really well. If the moose conditions weren't good and sometimes they're not, hell yeah. It's awesome. How many times do you get a hunt where you can be you know, you go after one species and all of a sudden weather conditions go, s- go south on you 
and you can be like, well, okay, if those animals aren't going to be, yep. you know, attainable, <laughs> I can just get a tag to hunt something else. I, it's freaking awesome. What I find to be perfect what I find situation. Be, what's funny is like. That's your, that's your only guided hunt, and it's a hunt that everybody that's ever lived in the lower 48 would never, well, not never. So there's people that pay guides for whitetails in the lower 48, but most of us grew up hunting. Yeah, that, you know, like You grew up hunting for moose and sheep. I grew up hunting whitetails. Frank yeah. grew up hunting whitetails. You yeah. know, that's just, that's all we had. So well, it's yeah, interesting. You know, and it, it took like, I don't know, three days four days you know to kind of figure this stuff out because they had they didn't have any whitetails coming in whitetail hunters coming in yeah right away and you know all i'm seeing is all their shed antlers in the lodge and mounts and stuff like that i'm like man there's some nice deer around here well it took a couple of days to figure it out and you yeah, shot figured, a really nice buck well, figured out and then i <laughs> well and then i passed up a couple call a couple deer and the i i no, getting to it, you know, second to last night of the hunt, saw one deer that was way bigger than this one I got hanging on the wall, wrong side of the fence type of deal. And also there they have shooting light. Oh, yeah. Which we had to calculate based half on an hour before, half an hour whatever after. bullshit. Uh, same as Wisconsin. You had a little, we had a little every, book and you, you yeah. knew what that day which is. Which I think is every day yes. by the couple of minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think it was this Horseshit. This deer walked 100 yards away from us the second to last night. You know, I could see him playing his day. Past shooting light, but though. But couldn't shoot him. And then I finally shot him. So it was November is it seventh or whatever was it was election night two thousand sixteen? <laughs> Trump day. It's Trump box. We we come back into we tried to get into this field in the morning and there was too many deer in there. We couldn't. So you know, poking around and it ended up being a lot of fun because they didn't have any pre scouting or any it wasn't just yeah, you were learning the stand. you're we actually were, hunting. Yeah. Yeah. And uh <laughs> we come back to camp for lunch and walk in there and in camp is like the editor of the NRA hunting magazine and stuff like that. So, of course, the news is on. It's all doom and gloom. Trump's, you know, uh, there's no way type thing. Anyway, I, I we watched, go. I watched it. We go back out. <laughs> I did. Well, we go back out. I did. And I, I did. You know, early afternoon, get back out in that field where all those deer had been and sit up against round bales and. Literally couldn't have been, like, it was less than five minutes left of shooting light. Shot this deer. Was the last one back to camp. I walk in. I said, I don't want to hear anything. I'm having a good day. You know, I said, no, he's actually doing pretty good. <laughs> we stayed up till like, 3 o'clock in the morning watching. Yeah. yeah Got it figured out. No, to. to so that's a little bit of that, the story the behind that deer. What was your guided hunt, Frank? Oh, I went to Nova Scotia. Mm, yeah nova scotia yeah and the dude that we i went with my dad my dad's buddy and my brother and we all went up to to bow hunt and i didn't i don't know shit about bow hunting really at that point in time this is a long time ago and i just picked grabbed a bow kind of thing and just went to go <laughs> and not one of anyone got a deer. It was, I mean, the guy had, he had an awesome spot, but he had rifle. He Everything that he had was set up for rifle. And 
all the deer they shot there were amazing but it was all rifle shot deer so we went up there on this thing where it was like oh, what time I, don't, of the year? I don't have any t- any time to take anyone unless you want to come up with bows so my dad bow hunted my brother bow hunted my dad's buddy bow hunted i didn't bow hunt what time of year did you go i guess it was end of september early october right before their rifle hunt starts yeah and everything was basically on soy fields um it really didn't come to be anything one of the guys that that i was with my dad's buddy saw a cranker buck like a beautiful buck and it was one of those deals where it like it came through and he didn't have a good shot there's nothing like it didn't work out and Jeez. out of the whole deal the whole thing was sold as oh yeah we guide bow hunters all the time clearly and did not once we got up there it was like easily apparent to me yep. you know that that wasn't the case um after going like getting set up to and you'd be go out to these tree stands and they drop you off you know we went out the day before the day we got there yep and they took us out and they're like this is where you're gonna sit there's plenty of deer around you sit here all day long until it's dark you go in in the dark once we show you where the tree stands are and you sit the entire day and then we'll come get you after dark and it was just like money pump situation <laughs> kind of thing you know it's bullshit so i'm went and sat in tree stands and i had deer i mean i had doe and skippers like literally walk right under the tree stand where i could have like you know if it would have been a big buck i'm i went at that point in time i didn't know yeah. shit about bow hunting i could have jumped out of the fucking tree stand and tackled one of these deer but I never saw any deer that were, you know, there was no bucks that I ever saw. Yeah. So, um, that was, that's basically was my experience with, with a guided, guided hunt. hunt. That's the only time that I've ever, that I've ever done a well, guided well, hunt. And this one, you know, the first not day to say, Not to say, sorry, not to say that they don't shoot nice deer there. Sure. I mean, guys with rifles. I mean, my, I saw pictures of deer that um, you, you know, any one of you would give your left nut for. My one They're guy beautiful that I had deer. probably one of the best scents <clears throat> I could ever ask for. It was for coos deer in Arizona, and that was the year I decided I wanted to take all five deer species in one year with a bow, and mm-hmm. um, that was the first one. And I didn't have the confidence to just go down to Arizona buy a tag and go hunt, which a lot of people do, and I understand that. But at the time, I was just like, okay, I'm going to go guide it with the, one of the best outfitters in the state. Yeah. Went down there, had, had a blast of a hunt, unbelievable hunt. And I killed a, a, you know, not a nice buck, you know, a nice little six-point coos deer, which mature deer, but not, you know, not huge. Coos um, deer are small anyway. Very small, yeah. Killed that buck out of the blind, and the day prior, the guy that sat in that blind, he shot, you know, a Boone and Crockett coos deer out of it with his bow, too. So, I mean, good spot, good time, great opportunity, and it was a lot of fun. Um, so, I had, you know, that's the only guy I'd hunt I've ever Well, and this, in and this, this and one I went on was, it was like a weird mix of where I grew up in Colorado and here, because all the, like, all the timber all the birch and stuff and muskeg is like here 
but like you smell silage and oh, shit sure. like that from like farm. remind me of where I grew up in Colorado. Total anyway, farm country. Yeah. So it's like a where this yep. North Country meets that <clears throat> stuff. And anyway, I remember the first first day outward and driving out with this this guy and uh I'm thinking like I don't know if he listens to this or not, <laughs> but uh talking to him and oh well how how long you been guiding because this is after i guided on a fog knack and stuff like that oh well, this this is my first season and i think i told him like the first day i was like hey, all right so i know how the deal is. i know how this works yeah <laughs> i said you don't worry about it i was like we're just gonna go have a freaking good time yeah <laughs> i was like don't worry about it. I was like, I know all the pressure that gets put on guides. Oh, hell yeah. And especially, you know, being being new to this. Yeah. I was like, we're just going to have a good time. Then, Dude, we, I, ended up, then we ended up, you know, focusing on deer and took me by his, his parents' place and showed me some of their deer and like, man, shit, their freaking shed that yeah. My it God. was it was full of deer that were too small to mount was most people yeah. shit their pants <laughs> Twice over. as big as that deer. Yeah, my yeah. my guide in Arizona was uh, he was the same way, cool as hell. His name was Garrett, awesome, awesome man. And uh, I, you know, he didn't have to walk me to my stand. Like he told me, like I'm just like just, just like point me in the right direction. I'll figure it out. I did, you know, he didn't have to walk me in there. I have to do none of that. And then every morning we'd stop gas station, grab a couple beers away. When he picked me up at dark, I, you know, we <laughs> nice. had, had some beers. You know, like just. It, it it was it was absolutely awesome. I couldn't have asked for a better guide, and you know, similar to what you were saying, like told him right off the bat, like I don't need my handheld. Just tell me what to do, and I'm, I'll just go take care of it. <laughs> and don't get don't get me wrong, the, you know, I the guy that I went with wasn't set up, you know, for bow hunters. He may have wanted a little extra what money. We, what what we <laughs> were doing, but I mean, they, they do shoot nice. some, yeah. You know, they're nice people. It for. wasn't like they were assholes. Or There's horror stories out there of people. Yeah, yeah. Show them. it's pretty bad. But. Yeah, there was one. <laughs> it was funny when we were in this camp. Totally, I mean, just irrelevant story. But <laughs> there was this old guy that all of a sudden, you know, one day was in camp and hanging around. And I don't know. I thought he was like somebody's grandpa or something <laughs> well supposedly he was like some whitetail guru that was had made a deal to come come like scout stand locations and stuff like that for these guys in exchange for a tag like to shoot a whitetail and i mean he was in there for a few days and it, when you're in like a different out of your element camp, you don't know. Like, I don't know who this. Guy yeah, was. yeah, yeah. Well, he, you know, one of the another one of the guys in camp shot actually like a pretty good Canadian moose, like forty five inch bull. Um, it was a field and stream battery. You know, his first moose, whatever, awesome. And uh, the but this guy like disappeared in the middle of the night. With all this, all, all of Will's like backstrap, wow. stuff like that, like disappeared driving back to like, I think he was from Wisconsin. What the hell? Are and those? He, he ended up, long story short, he ended up getting his meat back, but I guess he had like, you know, made a deal. And I don't know 
what where he because he kept you know I guess asking for wanting his tag right up front so he could you know, steal the people's meat and leave you know or wanting his whitetail <laughs> tag up front so he could hunt deer instead you know I don't you know who knows how that actually was Are supposed those? to work out but it was just weird because it was just a guy and can't he, you know he thought. Oh, well, are those Canadian moose? Is that what you're asking? Are they Shiras moose no, or are they no, Canadian so, moose? Well, uh, part okay. So <clears throat> for for Pope and Young, so archery, mm-hmm. anything south of the Canadian border is considered a Shiras moose. Anything north is considered a Canadian moose. For Boone and Crockett, on the other hand, and then there where are does parts. The Canada Yukon moose come in. Uh, that would be the Yukon and Alaska. It's that whole border is so, just straight up a borderline. Uh, Alaska Yukon moose are only from Alaska and the Yukon. Okay. Okay. Everything else is Canada, and then south of the Canada-U.S. border is Shiras. For Pope and Young, for Boone and Crockett, it's different. Boone and Crockett accepts uh, moose from southern B.C. and southern, I think it's even southern Alberta, as Shiras. And then there's a line somewhere in in those uh, provinces, Jesus and anything Christ. north is a Canadian, and that yeah. So because I think where we were little, where we were hunting was definitely Canadian moose, right? Hmm. And that's what yeah. they consider where I grew up in Vermont. Yep, oh, and kids, everything New east, Hampshire, everything Maine, east all the way, Newfoundland, Newfoundland, all that to yeah. the east is all Canadian moose. So yeah. the only uh, real discrepancy, not discrepancy, but the only real like talking point when it comes to species of moose is is is, is along the U.S. Canadian border, and then all the right. line between B.C. Right. and Alberta and South. I just uh, like tons of people ask me, and they're like, "Oh, what you got? You guys got those little tiny moose?" And I was what? like. I don't know where I grew up. I was like, "There's some pretty freaking big moose." Sure, sure, <laughs> it's sure, like, sure. I don't sure. know what the Vermont rec, whatever the like, yeah. record books and all that kind of shit is, but I know. Yeah, that they're Canadian. Over I got there. my. I grew up in a store that people weighed stuff in because that's how you do it back there. Yeah, and I mean, and, and do uh, in Vermont and all that those like whole, Maine, Vermont. You got to bring body. it a whole. Yeah, everything comes what? out, gets weighed. Yeah. Yeah, you know, how are you supposed to do that? Good, good <laughs> horse, question. Horse Can you team, imagine tractors, that? horse teams use horses to drag moose out. Yeah, you got to bring them out. Yeah. Whole. I, I, I'm pretty hell? sure that's how it is Can in you all those states that? out there. Yeah, Temple? no, I can't. <clears throat> well, you don't have the exact same terrain as we have here in Alaska either, and there's a hell of a lot more roads and logging roads as well. But there's they, some spot. No, I'm not saying it's easy. easy. I'm not saying it is. <laughs> but, but I've seen moose that are like in the mid '60s. From Vermont, where I grew up, like yeah, that's massive, an ex- exceptional nice, moose. Nice bulls. It's, yeah, it's a shame what's happening out there in the Northeast with the oh, moose and the ticks, ticks. and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, um, their tags, yeah. tag numbers are going through the floor because of uh, well, moose dying. No exactly, and that's yeah. that's too bad. Yeah. Um, and I, from what I've read, there's not a whole hell of a lot to curtail the the issue either. Like the, the I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, the way it was explained to me was that. Um, I was like, well, if the moose are getting infiltrated with these ticks, how come the white-tailed deer that are living in the same country right around them aren't having the same problem? And it's because there's millions of whitetail. No, it's because whitetail groom and moose don't groom. Yeah. Oh. I've the, seen pictures of their beds. Exa- is the like only their moose reason beds why just solid blood in the moose beds from all dying. their... From all the ticks filling up with you know their the blood and stuff, and they roll over and pop them and shit. Oh, just I, fucking. I thought it was just the, it's a disaster. There were so many white tail deals in Hampshire, there, and they'll groom Maine. each other. They'll oh. groom themselves. They'll kick parasites, anything kind of yeah. like anything off themselves, and they clean themselves. 
Moose don't. They don't get these huge balls of ticks, <clears throat> and which you see. I don't know I mean, that that's a hundred like a hundred percent why, me, but that's the way it was explained to me was that moose don't groom, white-tailed deer do groom, and that's why that they can live in the same exact area, and white-tails are fine and moose aren't. Dying, I mean, it's, I've killed I've killed white tails with ticks all over them too before, and I'm sure you have. And they're totally fine. Yeah, nothing so, wrong with them at all. Yeah, um, moose. They just get. It seems like they get infiltrated. They get totally. I have buddies that are deer hunters back in New England that are trackers, and they'll just walk deer tracks, you know, and hunting them like that. And it's they find moose that are just dying. Laying on the ground, covered in ticks. Send me pictures oh. of deer that are straight up covered, head to toe, and yeah, the photos I've seen are pretty in- incredible. It's gross. Just moose beds with just just blood dots all over the, yeah. the snow and shit. So. so we don't want that up here. God no. God no. If I ever went on a guided hunt, if I paid for them to wipe my behind, oh, you wouldn't. I'm gonna man, let them wipe. It ain't behind. quite like that. That's no. You, you're paying. You should be paying for an opportunity to hunt something that uh, you wouldn't otherwise be able to do just on drop of a hat, like we have the ability to do up here. Yeah. But if you got a good guide and he knows you're a good guy, you're just gonna have a good time and go hunting. You're not. So I I used to charter fish. And we went on a charter boat out of... Out I would of, say uh, charter fishing is, is a lot, well, mostly different because you're taking yeah. a lot of people, oh, I just want to go catch some fish for the day, you know, hey, shit like that, and maybe not. There were, there were some people that didn't belong on, the, on a floating dock. <laughs> well, and you probably get hunters that don't belong on a fucking and, hunting trip either. And, but. So we, you, oh, you do. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. Having, having used to work on a charter boat, when we'd charter... Uh, to go halibut fishing, I actually had to tell my wife one day, don't tell them I used to charter fish. Don't do that because then they're going to expect act strange. Yeah, things are expected. There's things are different. No, I didn't come on this boat to to bait my own damn hook and get dirty today. Damn it! And I'm going to tip but you accordingly. Do. Yeah, you're. If if I'm on a charter boat and I got to get dirty, the tip goes down. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> uh, that's funny. I've been on, I've been on charter boats, and re- the only reason that I went ballistic is because there was bets <laughs> who can catch the <laughs> first, biggest, and most. Uh, that's all. And fine. I almost always win because everybody wants the mate or the captain to bait their hook, and I'm fully willing to take four or five herring over, put them between my feet. And guard them and bait my own hook, <laughs> catch my own fish, because I know that I'm going to win four or five hundred bucks <laughs> if I can if hurry were, up and if, expedite the situation. If there were bets, maybe I would do different. Yeah. But I came out here to drink beer and fish. Damn it! Nah, well, speaking of which, how old is that swamp runner hat you got? Oh, this one. It looks fairly encrusted with it is a waxy a... layer. It is quite weathered, this hat. You see, I'm not one to just give up on a garment because it starts to show show some age. <laughs> I, I love this hat. This hat, it used to be covered in blood, but I wore it off. Uh, I don't know, four or five years? 
this I, just, I, I would, think this hat came with my first my first kit the one I uh, the one I first bought seven years ago. I well, I just noticed that it's got a certain waxy texture to it. Yep, mm-hmm. that right there is an accumulation of uh, awesome uh, sauce. Awesome sauce. And I mean, we'll <laughs> go with that. And I mean, various <laughs> critters: beaver, castor, lure, bear mm-hmm. fat. And I mean, moose I'm, guts. I've got to admit. I'm a hat guy. Hi. I became a hat guy when I got a haircut one time <laughs> at I it was cost cutters in you know that annex to the Bentley Mall. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was some Russian lady gave me a haircut and I'm like, you know, you get a haircut, you're like, yeah, yeah, it settles out after a while. Like <laughs> I show up. My cousin Elise is like, Lloyd Christmas. <laughs> what the hell happened to you? <clears throat> no shit. I look like Lloyd, looking like I look Gumby. like Lloyd Christmas. <laughs> dumb or no, she said dumb and dumber. You know, wow. Lloyd Christmas. So it was literally at that point I went and bought a hat and You've been a hat, since that a hat day, guy ever I've since. I've been a hat guy. I've been a hat guy my whole life, but I grew up in the village. Everyone wore ball caps for whatever reason. There was a guy back home who, who when he went out without his ball cap, it was because he was drunk and didn't care anymore. <laughs> that we all wore ball caps. It was weird to see a man without a ball cap. Hmm. Yeah, you might have to ask him for a new hat. He tried to give me one last year when we when we went hunting. <laughs> you wouldn't it. take one. No, I, no. I took it, but I probably gave it away. I no, this is the hat. This hat right mm-hmm. here is going to be that. It's full of good luck and it good, is. good karma. This is the hat until I lose it. Yeah. There, you know, it's this right now. It's this or my fedora. <laughs> Which that's all right, but poor you. Com- you were complaining earlier about ice. I don't ever complain. You lament on occasion. I vent. He no events. I vent. Vents, vents yeah. on occasion. I vent about all you kooks that are on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, I yeah, did. Yeah. But yeah. Your picture. You guys did pretty good ice fishing the other day, didn't we, you? We did. Aiden. Aiden caught one fish, and it was a damn fine pike. What day did you go? I can't remember. Was it a week ago? Was it? A couple of weeks ago, it, was it wasn't a Wednesday. that long. I took Aiden out of school. We went fishing, and uh, Aiden Aiden lost interest after catching a forty-inch pike. He's like, "I'll give you guys a chance to catch up, asshole." Did he reel it in, hook it himself, everything? So what what happened was we were fishing next to each other. I forgot my good fishing sticks. So we're we borrowed some gear from some people. You didn't make any out of like a birch did, pole or I anything. I didn't make. Well, we we ended up borrowing some from some other people. And uh, Bush such nice people out there on the river. Such Bush nice League. people. <laughs> such nice people out there. So Aiden goes, "Hey, Dad, I wanna I wanna jig with yours because I had a spoon on. He had a piece of bait. I'm like, all right, fine. So here. So I go over to his and I'm looking at it and the stick. He laid the stick across the hole and the line is slack. There's a loop in the line right it's at right on the bottom. The stick. I think, what the hell are you doing, boy? I grab it and thunk thunk. <gasps> Aiden, you got a fish? Come here, boy. So I made a big show of him pulling it up because he 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 set the everything where it was supposed to be, 
And as a result, he caught this pike that I helped him pull out of the water. Nice fish. It was he was the only one he caught that day, and he was the biggest one of the day. It was fantastic. Heck yeah! I caught a few, but uh, none of them, none of them like that. It's a fun little it time down there. Jesus, yeah, poor Frank decided. Oh, I'm gonna go try to catch. You know, if if I if whatever, fuck you. If I would, if I, I don't care. I could go down there and catch pike one right after another. I want to go do something challenging. So before that, we went. It's and a, it's out. a shame your brother wouldn't been able to come down there because that that yeah. was just unbelievable. Not, yeah, I mean. We get a non-resident. I think like, you can still sport fish it. You could, yeah. I think, I think you can probably too. But rules in I wasn't about. I was just no, like, Trout's fun this too. is e- easy enough. Yeah, yeah, go hang out at the ice shanty and watch flags. We had a great time when we went out and hung out with you there. My kids buzzing around on the snow machine. It was a good time. Well, it's a great place to run snow machines around and not catch anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> no. It, he, he had my four-year-old throwing a tomahawk at a snow block. It was great. I set up a tomahawk, you know, yeah. like a little school of like how to throw tomahawks as Dr. a white Schultz's guy. Dr. Schultz's tomahawk freaking <laughs> emporium. <clears throat> it was fun. They seemed to enjoy the shit out oh, of it. Oh, they did. They did. My daughter was a tyrant the entire time, though. Ooh, she's different than the boys. I'm well, sending you two pictures right now. They need to put on, okay, for the for the cover pictures of this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. It's not dirty. No. Well, <laughs> we've burned through more than a case of beer, <laughs> so we probably better better sign off here. How I long, think. How far in here are we? Over three, three hours and five Whoa. minutes. That's Joe Rogan esque right there. It was fun, though. It was a good time. Oh, awesome. yeah. Always. Yeah, great time. Always a good time. So, anyway, hope you guys have enjoyed this, and even if it takes two sittings. And, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, if you uh, if you did, appreciate if you leave a good review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. Thank you guys for uh, sitting in, and uh, it's been a great time. Thanks.